Pre-production was funny. Absolutely. <clears throat> My hands never ashy. I'm classy. What's happening? <laughs> All right, I think I'm good. Yeah, bro, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had you know to check one. I was going to say, don't check me. Check in between them fingers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Between them things. Why y'all niggas be ashy in between there? I think I'm good in between yeah, the fingers. Yeah, we good. We good. Feeling good, though. Like you said, another episode. We back in the building. <clears throat> episode 220. I don't really have much to say. I'm ready to get straight into it. Let's do it, man. All right, man. It's still Women's Month. Women's History Month. Episode 220. Let's get to it. Y'all thought we still wasn't on that Women's History Month shit? <laughs> we are. Everything is no more. Taking my love from you. Yeah, man. Episode 220 of the Rising Grind Podcast. Let's go ahead and do this, man. It's your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We are here in the building. It's Monday. Monday morning. How We're you doing feeling? this? Yes, I sir. feel great, man. I was to say, man. What's up, man? How you feeling, bro? I feel great. It's spring ah, break. Right. Ah. It's spring ah. fucking break. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. The titties <laughs> are out. We're on the beach. We're fucking <laughs> Nah, Hell no, nah, man. Hell no. Nah. nah, I'm just playing. Yeah, man. How but, you feeling though? What's up? Go ahead. I am in the school system. Everybody knows that already. But um, <clears throat> it's spring break now. Over the weekend, I had Friday. I had the entire day. Then I had detention to do after that. And Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we've been doing what's called attendance recovery. That's for the badass little niggas that didn't show up to school. They were absent or their parents just let them do what the fuck ever. So they got hours to make up. All right. You give them the opportunity to make those hours up so they don't have to repeat the grade. They don't have to watch their peers graduate while they don't get their diploma. Um, <clears throat> so I was doing that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was staying after school till 445. I wasn't really leaving till like five-ish type shit. Um, and on Saturday, spring break started on Friday at 2.50. I had early release? Early release. Okay. Of course, they get early release every Friday. We never got that. Wow, that's different. Yeah, they have an entire <laughs> early schedule on Fridays. What? The classes are like 31 minutes or some shit like what? that. Yeah. 
You know, it's a lot of districts before. I don't mean to cut you off. It's a lot of districts. I also been seeing like trying to go to the four day week as well. Really? Yeah. Are there people already doing that? I don't know if they already doing it, but I've read stories and articles about that. But yeah. Oh, that would that would be lovely, and it would probably it would it would benefit the student. Now they would have to. There'd be a learning curve. They have to get a lot done quicker, but they have a yeah. lot more time to to get that work done independently at home. Yeah, and I also think it may just be to a shortage of teachers <clears throat> as well. That's possible. Mm. Maybe in certain districts where they can't hire a lot of teachers, um, you know, they will do the four four week uh, four day week, like you said, because maybe it will benefit the student. Right, right. Be more hands on time type shit. But who knows? But no, um, I had to like they got out at two fifty on Friday. They ask Mr. Taylor, <clears throat> the man. Yeah, they're like, "Do you mind coming in on Saturday?" You know, we know that uh, it starts on on Friday, spring break, and all. But can you come in on Saturday and just hold some attendance recovery for the kids? Hey, man, they get you every time. And I was like, "Bro, nobody's even gonna fucking show up." I'm not saying that to them in my head. I'm like, "Bro, nobody's coming." So why why would I even do this? Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, all right, man, I'll do it. And I'll show up for maybe about an hour. If nobody comes, then I'll leave because you're not going to get to make up like a half hour or a quarter hour, things like that. And it had to be three hours at a time. So if I was there at nine, if I was there at eight, it started then and whatever. If you weren't there at the beginning, you just didn't make it. Um, I told them I'd give them an hour. I had a kid show up at 8.50. I was like, fuck, I gotta stay. Okay, so... It started at nine, and you got to do this. It started at eight. It started at eight. But they had to be there by, I told them, um, you had to do at least three hours. I was leaving at 12, no matter what, was what I said. So if you weren't there by Ah, nine, I'm going the fuck home. Got you, got you. Like, I'm not going to wait here forever on y'all, and you're not going to be able to make up less than three hours at a time. So if you come at 10, it's not going to work. too late. Okay, got it. He came at 8.58. No, I had a kid come at 8.50. 8.50, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Then I had a kid come in at 8.55. And then I had a kid come in at 8.59. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, damn. So I'm sitting there thinking nobody's going to show up. I'm going to get to leave at 9 o'clock. Bro, I didn't get to leave until noon. I didn't get to leave until fucking noon. Yep. And at that point, um, I had to be up early to be there. I was there at like 7.45 to be there at 8 just in case they were there early. <clears throat> So I had gotten up early. I hadn't gotten much sleep from the night before. I got some rest in after the entire attendance recovery thing. Then I linked up with you, Kari. We we had some business to take care of for the pod. Yes, sir. We always got some fucking business to take every, care of for the every pod. Day, every week. And even that business is not finished yet. We still got to take care of that. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> but then we rolled into Sunday. We're potting. And Monday, here we are. The beginning of spring break. I don't have shit to do this week, and I love it. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Any plans for the week, but I guess not. No. <laughs> Rest. I, I'm grown. So if I'm not, like, now that I think about it, every group, I mean, every trip that I did during spring break, I didn't really go on spring break trips as an adult. Like, from 18 to now, I didn't really do that. I did before, and it was always some family shit. I don't have a wife and kids and family shit like that. So, I mean, I'm not really doing the spring break trip. I mean, I could do it by myself, but I just don't have that in the plans this year. So, yeah, I'm relaxing. Chill. That's good, man. And that's what I want to do. It's not like I wanted to do something else and it didn't happen. What I wanted to do was stay the fuck in and relax. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good, though. I'm glad you're going to be able to just relax, uh, kind of ground yourself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just take a, a moment to reset. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that shit is that shit is needed. That shit is amazing. Yeah, get my mind and my body right, things like that. Yo, yo, yeah, that's good, man. Tap into some business shit and solely business shit, not have to worry about side job shit. Mm-hmm. Um, More time in the day, you are gonna feel like absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how was how was your weekend? How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Like I said, the past week was just uh, just a good week, man. Like I had told you before, started. Just get into the worry more, so I just I feel good, man. Um, I can't I can't complain about nothing, bro. I just really been grateful for a lot, praying for you niggas a lot. One thing I wanted to mention, bro, I keep forgetting to do this. Like, y'all niggas are welcome to join on that as well. What? Like the prayer calls and shit. Oh, at least I would join. I just didn't know yeah, if I was <clears throat> if I, I was kept, uh, open I kept, to that. I kept listening back. I'm like, well, I'm not like offering it to. The yeah, you made this, <laughs> you made it seem like it was the Illuminati or some shit. Like we I couldn't mean, get yeah, in. You know. That's usually how it is with with me, right? That's that's how you say I I move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sound, but nah, man. I just feel great, dude. Um, a lot of things I just been reflecting. Uh, it was actually last week, but last year at this time is when we rebranded a lot with the podcast mm-hmm. around this exact time. The new logo, everything that y'all see now was like you know the start this time last year. So just really reflecting on a lot, just really been grateful, man. We did a lot in a year. We've come a long way. Come a very long way. So um, we hitting like accolades in our numbers. Like, everything is just moving good, you know? Like, that's why I say I'm just grateful, bro. Like, because niggas really putting in the work. And we putting in the work like consistently. and have been for who knows how long now. So when you start to see like the fruits of your labor, the benefits of just putting your head down and grinding, it just, it leave you in a good state of mind. So I feel amazing, dude. Um, I want everybody to know... <clears throat> To be able to look back, like when it's like 2025 and six and seven, I want people to remember 2022, 2023, and 2024 because it's going to be super important to like the Rise and Grind podcast story, especially like 22 and 23. I ain't going to lie. Maybe 24 too. God willing. God willing. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I talked to God. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't. I talked to God. We on Nas' second album right now. It, it was written. <laughs> it was written. It was written. So. It definitely was. <clears throat> so, you know. It definitely was, man. Uh, but outside of that, bro, like I said, I just I feel good, man. Can't complain about much. Everybody's good. Family, friends, everything is lovely, bro. So I feel amazing. Mental health check. Mental health, man. I'm at a eight. Okay. Eight, nine. I feel good, dude. Like, for real. How you feeling? I'll probably say, like, I say eight. I would say an eight. Mm-hmm. I got I got room for improvement. I, would, I think there were times last year that I checked in. I was like, hey, 10, nigga. 10. <laughs> I'm at an eight, but I could give. It's nothing that's, like, super duper important. I could get to a 10 quick. I just, I've. I've got things that I've been lacking on mentally. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to see how I can open up with it without completely opening up to it. Um, hey man, this is a safe space. It's not. It is between me and you until <laughs> until these thousands of people fucking hear it. Um, <clears throat> I'll just get back to it later when I've got a for sure. When you comfortable, bro? No pressure. No, not when I'm comfortable. When I just have a a a nifty way of explaining it ah. without signing. Insane, because <laughs> I, I could come off insane, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. But let's move on a little bit more. Um, it's Monday, but we recorded this on Sunday, right? 
Daylight savings hit on Sunday, Corey. Yeah. We sprung forward. This is not the good daylight savings. The good daylight savings is falling backwards where you fall, uh, you get to go to sleep. Right. Say it was an eight-hour night of rest. You get to turn that into a nine-hour night of rest. This was the eight-hour night of rest that turned into the the seven-hour night of uh, night of rest. My apologies. Yeah, so I have like a love-hate relationship with it. So, of course, whoever wants to lose sleep. Absolutely. I never want to lose sleep. Never. What's your love with it? But my love with it is that this is the summertime. The days are longer. Of course, like I said, in Texas, bro, like our summer times are, the weather-wise are horrible. But like the memories, <laughs> right. the good times, the longer days, being outside, like I like daylight savings, the fallback hour, whatever, because of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I told you before, like summer is my favorite season. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. You weird, nigga. Winter is my favorite season. Did we did we rank our we seasons? Did, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm weird. No, but the thing is, like, I've I've heard people tell me I'm weird because I thought winter was my favorite because they said it was like a a blue, airy, sad time of the year. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I'm just a dark individual. Maybe you are. I, it's not even maybe. <laughs> hey, I'm just. We know it at this point. I was like, I'm in line with you. I'm gross sisters blue. <laughs> that's nasty. I, I'm so black. I'm blue. <laughs> Like that's that's how dark it is here. Gross sisters hand out like gimme type shit. Yeah, that's funny. But go on. I don't even remember what we was talking about. What was we talking about? Oh, daylight savings. I was just yeah. saying that's that's the reason why I like it just for the longer days, things like that. But um, like I said, losing the hour of sleep. So I didn't really feel it. Did you feel the hour? I didn't feel it. I don't know why I usually do we're gonna feel it tomorrow. Uh, waking up for Monday is going to be... Or today. today type yeah, of like when, when the week starts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you never feel it because it happens on a Saturday night going into Sunday, but something about it always always makes you tired on Monday morning. Damn, that sucks. Now, Do you, you, know what I, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Definitely going to feel it. But I'm not going to feel it oh. because I'm on spring break. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, yo. This nigga's still getting holidays and shit. Ain't... Man, I'm hate. I'm a hater today. Ooh, I'm hating. Ooh, I was I'm hating so bad. A week off. I was hating on y'all when I when I became Kanye West and I dropped out of college, <laughs> and y'all got snow days and all that other kind of shit off for inclement weather. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I never got a day out of college for this shit. Yeah, you was like, nigga, I'm really, I'm still in these streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, out here, nigga. Yeah, like, ice on the ground. I'm still at work. Let me let me get back uh back in college so I can do this shit. Yeah. Fuck no. Um, <clears throat> where do we want to go? Was this somewhere we, uh, somewhere we wanted to go after this? Yes. Was this an Instagram thing or was this a Twitter thing? I actually think that this is an Instagram post that we uh, we got sent in the chat from Twitter. There were six albums and the tweet said, what's the most impactful to you? Like I said, there's six albums. It starts with Drake. Nothing was the same. Then we got Jay-Z, The Blueprint, DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, The Game, Documentary, Kanye West, Graduation, Outkast, Equimini. Six incredible albums. Six classics. Like, classics. Confirmed classics. I was going to say undoubt, undoubtedly. Yes, sir. Um, And I see some people under there saying, put Get Richard Die Trying in there, but... It's not in there. Like I said, we can only pick one. They said, what's the most impactful album to you? 
there was a little struggle at first, but then I had to clear my head, Kari, and go, this is not even close for me. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go Out of nothing was the same, Drake, The Blueprint, Jay-Z, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, DMX, Documentary Game, Kanye West Graduation, Outcast, Equimini, I 150% have to go with Nothing Was the Same by Drake. It's not even close. Before, when I was thinking about it, I'm going, okay, Roderick, your favorite rapper and artist in the world is Kanye West. There's no way you can't pick Kanye West. But then I have to think about 2007. I was 10. I only remembered Good Life, Stronger, can't tell me nothing. I hadn't really dove into listening to Kanye's music like that, like that, until high school. So at that point, I wasn't feeling it enough for it to impact me. Now, once I did listen to it, probably junior year in high school, it had an incredible impact on me, but it was late by then. I remember the night nothing was the same dropped. I purchased it the night it came out. Um, there's tracks on there that as a junior, a 16-year-old kid in high school, I'll never, ever, ever forget like the feeling I had from those. Like when when I hear like Teenage Fever, when niggas, the, the lyrics in Teenage Fever were literally how I felt when this shit dropped. Like a, as a teenager, um, I just can't get over this out of every single album. I would probably go number one, nothing was the same, and then number two, graduation, and then it's up in the air from there. Um, but nothing was the same as the most impactful album of of this group and one of the most impactful of my entire life. Yeah. Go ahead, Car. I'm sorry I was long winded with the shit. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Um, because I'm I'm just gonna agree with you, obviously. Okay. Drake's nothing was the same. If I'm answering the question, what's the most impactful to you? So I'm glad you broke it down that way because we all know your love for Ye. Uh, But like we're saying, as a 16, 17-year-old student in high school, 2013, when Drake drops nothing was the same, I can remember everything about my life at that point in time. Absolutely. I can remember like what I was doing. I remember the first time where I was and I heard the shit. You know, like you said, when you bought it, things like that. So- um, it was growing pains at that time. Like I said, this is a junior in high school. I'm trying to figure out life. I'm developing into myself. So who the fuck am I? The music, right? The music is, is sitting with me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing was the same. Like I'm playing that as I'm going through these moments in my life, like depending on the music, damn near. You got a girl you think you in love with? Like, come on now. You got those young feelings. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. It's embarrassing thinking about it now. It's real though. It's real. So of course that's gonna always be. Uh, well, I'm saying if I'm looking at this list and like 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 you said, I agree with you. Six incredible albums, six confirmed classics. Absolutely. But if I'm answering the question, what's the most impactful to you? I'm going to go with Drake's Nothing Was the Same as well. Absolutely. Let us know, too. Um, let me I'll, I'll probably clip this, too. Let us let us know what is the most impactful album to you out of these albums. <clears throat> That's a good intro. I like that. Are you ready to move on? Yes, sir. We can actually get into the music, the albums that dropped. Let's start because we've been talking about Music Soul Child and Hit Boys collaboration album, Victims and Villains. Yes, sir. We have for weeks now, man. We finally got it. It did come out on Friday. How many songs? It was like somewhere between 10 and 15. It was 10 songs, Just I think. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we talked 10. about it before. Uh-huh. Um, 
How do you feel about this car? I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. Yeah, man. So, like you said, we have been anticipating. We had we kept asking the question: How is this gonna sound, man? Is it gonna be super R and B? Is it gonna be super rap? Is it gonna be a combination right in the middle of both? So, um, listening to it, man. Off, off first listen, I've, I've heard it about three times now. Um, but off of the first listen, just grading it, and this is still kind of my grade now. I'm gonna give it like a six, seven. Um, and that's not saying that it's bad, man. Like I, I enjoyed this tape. Like I said, I played it three times. As do I. As do I. It's great music, great artists, great production. Of course, we already we already know the two guys, the names. Um, but to me, man, I just feel like it was gonna bring more. I feel like maybe I put too much attachment or too much me excitement too. to it. Yes. Um, and like I said, man, this is not taken away from the music. It sounds great, but I just felt like I was gonna like. This shit was going to carry me for a couple months. Like, I think I'm going to forget about this tape. It's because, Corey, you don't want to give it to me. What's up? It was too rappy. So, look, I was going to get to that as well. I I need I'm more gonna, chords. I'm going to I'm gonna agree a little bit and disagree a little bit as well. So, I agree with you that it's not enough R&B. I need more chords. It's not enough R&B. For me, uh, what I'm also going to say, I don't think it's too rappy. I just don't think it's not soulful enough. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not music Like I said, child. I need more chords okay, okay. in Maybe this we bitch. Talk about like, the same I shit. need more harmony. Yeah, like more attachment to the song. Like the songs are good because it's good quality music, but it's just, I'm not really feeling it like old music soul child. Hit Boy is an incredible producer, but the R&B bag didn't dig as deep. Deep yeah. as it needed to dig. Yeah. It didn't hurt me. Um, I didn't I'm, feel it in my chest. There's some the the beats didn't cut mm-hmm. through the way the heartbreak cuts through on an R&B album, or the love cuts through on an R&B album. Yes, yes. Um, I was gonna say, love, uh, teach me. Yeah, so, so beautiful. Like the way, like you said, the way it hits, the love, the heartbreak, whatever it is that you get from the lyrics, the way it hits you. Uh, with those songs, I just didn't feel that connection with Hit Boy either. Even with Beat of a Slow Dance, Music Soul Child was going there with it. He was ready to go there with it, but the beat kind of, I think, limited him a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, And this is nothing in the world to Hit Boy because we're going to talk about a track that Hit Boy and, and Alchemist just put out, yeah. and this nigga just shut the fucking game down because this nigga Hit Boy is crazy with it. Yeah, man. Um, He can do anything. He just put out an R&B album. <laughs> right, but um, I just think the beats by Hit Boy could have cut through a little bit more, yeah, and it would have allowed Music Soul Child to go crazier on these songs. Mm-hmm. Now, some favorites. I told you over the weekend. I still think "Beat of a Slow Dance" is my favorite song on the album. But let's see. My second favorite for sure is "Your Love Is Life," number nine. That's my second favorite. Um, then we got "White Rice Deja Vu." Um, maybe between love and war. I've only heard this twice, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember them. But for sure, beat of a slow dance and your love is life are my favorite ones. Okay, uh, definitely number seven, white rice deja vu. Like you said, I love that song. Okay, I, I love that song. Number ten, we were just binging. I like that one as well. Uh, and then also number five, man. Number five is a really good song as well. It is love. It is lies. So. Like we said, overall, man, it's a good project. It's not bad music. It was still good. It was still good music. It's great, man. Uh, it just didn't cut the way you know or hit the way that we were anticipating or expecting. Uh, I just want to make that clear once again. Like you should, this is good R and B music. You know what I'm saying? You should, you should, you should jam this, man. 
Bro, shut the <laughs> fuck you up, You guys should jam this, man. I was, I'm going to start a new thing on this pod, Corey. Okay. I'm not going to ask if you think it's good or if you think it's bad. Okay. What I'm going to ask you from here on out is, did you download this to your phone? Oh, yeah. Nigga, this was uh, I, this was pre-saved. Okay. From the last, because I had the, the first two songs. Like, I woke up um, Friday morning. I had the notification. Like, that bitch, low, it was first on my music when I- Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so- Okay, yeah, Absolutely. that's that's what I'm gonna start going by, okay. and that's how that's y'all fair. will know that's fair. how we feel about music without saying this is good, this is bad. I'm gonna ask toward the end, did you download this to your phone? For sure, that's, that's letting us, that's letting y'all know whether we liked it enough to keep it. Okay, all right, <clears throat> we can move on to the next album or EP, should I say, with this one, Blast. He dropped an EP. I think this was only probably what four songs. Yes, sir. Four songs, 11 minutes, a quick listen, a great listen. Uh, I'll go first with this one. Blast really did his thing. He had a few features. He had Roddy Rich. He had uh, Mustard, DJ Mustard, if you want to call him either one, uh, and Terrence Martin. Apparently, he just wants to be called Mustard, though. Um, he had Mustard, Terrence Martin, Roddy Rich, Larry June, all spread out across four different tracks. I think he did a really really good job with this EP. I had gotten to a point maybe a project or two ago where I was like, okay, a lot of the blast music is starting to sound the same. But this was something about it is hitting a little different for me on this one. Maybe it's the features coming in with it, but I love this. Number two, Passionate with Roddy Rich. That's my favorite. I, Kari, uh, I looked at you a little crazy because you, you said you thought it was cool. You thought it was all right. It's straight. This feature for me um, is giving me what I need to hear from Roddy Rich. Every single time I hear Roddy Rich on a feature or in a state like this, I'm like, oh, Roddy, Roddy really still got that in him. Like, Roddy still got that dog in him, bro. Like, please give us that dog, Roddy. Pause. Hey, whoa. Yeah, I know. Hold on, yo. <laughs> Oh, you good over there, yo? Pause. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, nah, man. Like, he gonna give you that dog. <laughs> Is that what you said? He got that dog in him, man. Nah, that ain't what you said. I said that first, and then I said he gonna give you that dog. Oh. Whew. All right. Damn, bro. You straight? Yes. For sure. Um, <clears throat> Where was I at before? Roddy Rich. Blast. Roddy Rich gives you... Time and time again within his features and and uh features like this in particular. Right. How he still got that in him. I just, just need we to yeah. make this into a full project. But this is about Blast. Blast did a good job on his EP. I'll let you go, Corey. Okay. You know, this is gonna be funny, man, because like you mentioned before, um, you had a lot to say about Blast. I'm a huge fan of Blast, you know that. Uh to me, man, this this was like kind of whatever, like Oh, you didn't like this. You're, you're from the I opposite side. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm going to say the name, too. I don't think... I think we forgot to mention the name. So it's called Just For Clarity 2, the, the name of the EP. Yes. Um, But the songs are not bad, man. Like I said, I'm a huge Blast fan. The one with Larry June actually has been out since last year, 2022. I probably so, heard so, it, just didn't remember right, it. Right, right. So I've, I've already heard that one. So really just three new songs to me here, right? Um, To me, like you said... It kind of just sounded repetitive to me. These songs, really, these songs sounded like, and I'm not even gonna lie to you. And just because I really caught winning this late, I thought I was getting a full project. So that's another. Thing oh, you're that, disappointed. That disappointed me. But outside of that, I'm not using that as a reason to like say why I don't like the music. But 
Uh, to me, like these songs were just cool. I do like the Roddy Rich one though. I feel like his his verse and um, him being on the course really elevated that song. I agree with you for sure. But gave like, it a whole yeah, yeah. a full West Coast feel for sure. But to me, like this was cool. Like I was like, all right, you know, Blast has made better music than this to me. And that's all I was saying. So, but it's not bad, man. I like it. But hearing this, and yes, I was anticipating the album. But regardless of that, like Blast could do better than that. And like I said, I already heard the Larry June one. And the Roddy Rich to me was kind of just let's see if this hits or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know you were a hater. Because not if you think that song is that good, why not just keep that for your album? Maybe he was unsure about that. That just you know, I'm I'm just looking at it a different way because that is could be a hit song, right? A hit record. Why you uh, not sitting on that for the album? But who knows? Maybe that does go to the album. But it's cool, man. This one passionate, passionate. Are you talking about Blast saving it for an album, or are you talking about yeah. Roddy? Okay, okay. For a second, I thought you were talking about Roddy. I was like, I, I mean, wanna, it's Blast song. Why that's that's what I was <laughs> going for. I was like, well, I don't really think Roddy can save no, this no. if it's not his song. But okay, now now you're making more sense to me. Uh, yeah. I I just wasn't following you at first. <clears throat> it's cool though. Check it out, man. Just for clarity too. Absolutely. Um, I never knew. Of course, we talked about this. I think last year, the year before that, he was signed to Red Bull. But Red Bulls, they're really doing. They're doing a lot for Blast over there. Yeah. They taking care of that nigga. For sure. All right. Um, just some some mentions that I wanted to get into outside of Music Soul Child and Blast dropping. Uh, Conway. Conway dropped a new album. It's called Pain Provided Profit. That is uh, him and Jay Ski, uh, another rapper that they they run with over at Griselda. He's not signed to Griselda, but they, they run with each other. Um, G Perico, DJ Drama. They dropped a, a new project called Hot Shot. DJ Drama hasn't stopped, man. Yeah, that's a Gangsta Grills tape. Yeah. Fire, man. I've only heard a few songs from that. We played a few in pre-production, um, but I liked what I was hearing. I'm definitely going to play that more, check it out. Um, but you heard you heard the whole thing? Yeah, I was going to go yeah, back go on ahead, a couple of these. I heard the entire Conway and J. Ski album. Okay. It's amazing. Um, I love Conway. Conway's a different type of rapper. If you're yes. into Conway's grimy, bar-spitting type of shit. Yeah. Then, then you're gonna like this. Um, Jay Ski's another another rapper just like that, but you gotta really be into those grimy type of bars to get into this one. <clears throat> um, with the the G Perico and DJ Drama Hotshot Gangsta Grills tape, I heard every track on that too. This track is, I mean, this this shit is fire, Kari. We've already been into G Perico for a while, but uh, and I just figured out how to say his name correctly when this tape dropped. At first, I thought it was G Perico until I'm finally hearing DJ Drama go, G Perico. Um, I've probably been saying Perico too. I ain't going to lie. I know I have. But the beats are just amazing. We played a track. Oh, I played a couple of tracks for you in pre-production, but the one that I played that we went crazy with was Lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I like that one. The beat selection is just amazing. DJ Drama goes crazy with it every single time. That West Coast flow is is prominent again, and the niggas that are really the best with it are just murdering it. G Perico is one of those guys. He's murdering this entire fucking project. It's 13 tracks. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about it. DJ Drama went crazy. G Perico went crazy. Yeah, you need to check that out, yeah, Corey. I am, I am and the, the listenership, check that out. Yeah, I'm going to get that Conway a spin, too, like you mentioned. Um, also, I mean, he's... 
that's one of the best rappers, best spitters out there, you know? Absolutely. Whole Zelda group. We tell you all the time, him, Benny, all them niggas, bro, some of the best rappers that's really doing this shit. So uh, I'm definitely going to check that out. And I'm looking at the bio of G Perico shit right now, and this is actually fire that they they keeping this shit rolling. He considers this shit modern day G-Funk. Oh, that's live. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. Gangsta Funk, man. Yeah, that's that's fire. Yeah, that's, uh, that's player, that's P. Uh, one of the other albums that I wanted to talk about, just mentioned it came out, Jim Jones and Hitmaker. They came out with an entire project called Back In My Prime. I did see that, but I didn't hear it. You heard it? Yes, I heard it. Okay. I've talked for a few years, even, even with tracks that Conway and Jim Jones have done together, uh-huh. on how Jim Jones is back in his prime. Oh yeah, Jim Jones been killing a lot recently, dog. I got I got songs from him. He has this isn't the last project. I mean, this isn't the only project he's dropped in the last few years. He's dropped no, a couple of other he, projects. He just dropped cuz he had that single with the Migos, We Set the Trends. That yeah. was going crazy like all summer, I think if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, Jim Jones been in his bag. He he do a lot of work or has done work with a uh, Spitter. I see him uh with niggas like Jay Worthy, so I'll be typing in. He dropped a Gangsta Grills mixtape last year called We Set the Trends. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. The Fraud Department shit like that. But uh, back yeah. in my prime with Hitmaker, this came out. It was eight tracks. It's 25 minutes. Everything that we're talking about right now is a quick, short listen that you can take care of easy. It sounds amazing. Um, this was a really, really, really good week for music for me. I was telling Kari in pre-production because we've been so far into our alternative, our rock, our um, our loose, free music feel type of bag our spring summer feel type of bag we've been on our uh dance dance with a, a lady that has a sundress and just let it blow in the wind type shit that's that's the vibe that, that our music's been giving this whole time i thought you was about to say dance dance revolution i swear that's fucking hilarious dance dance revolution <laughs> tap 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 revenge bro i was just about to say Tap tap revenge hold on y'all know about that man but we've been so deep in that bag that we haven't been focused much on the rap mm-hmm. and much good rap hasn't been releasing right now. Right. Until this weekend for me. I'm in that conscious shit. I'm into that gangster shit. I'm into that real deal rap bars type yeah. of shit. Yeah. And they went crazy this week. Jim Jones is one of those people. There's features from Trav, Benny the Butcher, um, Stefan Don, Goldie, Tink, Pleasure P, Jeremiah, Beam. It's a really good tape. It's a really good tape. If you like Jim Jones, you're going to enjoy this. Check that out. For sure. I'm going to steal you, your quote right here. This is bar for bar. You said, literally, I'm back on that rap shit. I'm back on that rap shit. Back on that rap shit. You, uh, you John Morant? Oh, absolutely. My fault. Ja Warren. But yeah, back on that rap shit, man. And that's good. Like we said, I mean, uh, the hip hop is always at the core of us. That's my number one love, always. For rap, sure. Rap, rap and hip hop. So just because niggas say we not feeling that shit right now don't mean that. We're going to lose that love for Hell no. It. Absolutely not. When we hear some real rap, we're going to know that's some real rap. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely check out them tapes. Man. And real rap came out this week. Niggas started to write off during the, the early 2010s through the late 2010s. Um, them New York niggas that were older, maybe the Dipset people, because mm-hmm. because their era wasn't in. in. Got you, got you. Talk, them niggas just start smoking the whole 2020s. That's how you do it, man. Who would have thought they would have came back in their 40s type shit and smoked the whole 2020s? Hey, man, the name of the game is longevity. Mason uh, and Cameron, have you seen they're doing an entire show right now? Yes, yes. Hey, hey, like. Longevity, man. Shout come out on. to them niggas, bro, for real. That's, that just speaks volume to who they are and their character, bro. Niggas, 
y'all know how hard it is to make it in a in a rap industry. Niggas have what do they call it? Shelf lives? Like Absolutely. Bro, like if you make it like you said, that's twenty years. Do you know how hard it is, like you said, twenty years <laughs> like, to be amazing. from the game in the ninety, the late nineties, yeah, early two thousands yeah, when niggas wasn't becoming rich like that <laughs> right, off of that shit. Right. They just now getting the money that they should have got back then. Hell like, yeah. Right now. And, and the money that they was that they was making, this that they was running the fuck up was not that rap money. Nah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's that street money. Oh, them man. niggas hustlers, bro. Them niggas hustlers, bro. Them niggas <laughs> that's hustlers, that's that street bro. money, man. That's why, yeah, that's why you just got to respect it. That's why I respect it, for real. Like, niggas really worked, got it out the mud, bro. Like, for real. And had longevity, you know. They did it the right way, you know. As much as they could, everybody got they whatever, you know, that they do. But shout out to them niggas, for real. Absolutely. For sure. And check that Jim Jones album out. It's called, uh, hot, I said Hot Shot. It's called Back in My Prime. Right. Shout out to the Gangster Grills. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then so moving on, there was just one more album I wanted to mention that I know right now, starting out, that's coming out this week mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, Lil Keith, Keith talked to him. The posthumous album by Lil Keith. Yep, yep, yep. They did drop another song as well over the weekend. It's called Self Employed. So that's something I'll be checking out as well. But like we said, it's early. I'm sure there's going to be more releases that we know of that's coming out this week on Friday, man. But um, outside of that, like, what else you been listening to, bro? What's some other things that you just been playing, Reese? I know you said more recent you're back on the rap shit, but right before you got to that, like what you been playing? I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think I'd be playing Key Glock as much as I've been playing ah, Key Glock. Corey. See, man, look, I said what I said about Blast earlier. You didn't think that would happen. I didn't think you would be playing Key Glock like that. That's crazy. I've been spinning Key Glock's album. I'm going back through my music since you've asked this. Uh-huh. Probably more than anything. Um, three things that I've been spinning really heavy lately. Um, more black superheroes, West Side Boogie. I've been spinning that heavy. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, Harry's House, Harry Styles, I'm always playing that. The kid, uh, the kid Leroy, he's got some new tracks. I've been spinning that. Afterlife Yeet, I've been playing that. But the one I've been playing the most, oh, oh, and I I didn't uh I didn't tell you guys. I tapped all the way into the Creed 3 soundtrack. Ah, okay, okay. Thoughts. Amazing. Bro, I, bro, I said it like, that shit is... Dog, it's, hey, go, um, ahead, go ahead. I'm I still haven't you, seen yeah. Creed yet, and you can get into your Creed oh, review. Yeah, get into yeah. your Creed review without, yeah. like, spoiling it. Uh-huh. But amazing. This yeah. is amazing. Um, The last thing I wanted to say, um, yes, I've been playing that, that Key Glock a lot. Um. Samara Joy. Samara Joy. I've been playing oh, Samara Joy like crazy. Oh, my goodness, man. We found her on Grammy night. Shout out to her. She won, like, best new artist, I think. The Grammys has never done anything good for me except show me Samara Joy. Uh, for real, dog. For real. Yeah. I, I can attest to that. Well. <laughs> like, that was that was the highlight of the night for me. Shout out to her once again because that tape, I'm trying to find. What's the name? It's called Linger a While. Okay. So that tape, right after we found it, dog, um, man, I, I was playing it, too, for, like, a week straight, man. I'm talking about, like, six... It's like six niggas in the building. Oh, man. Niggas straps in the building. <laughs> For real, gangsta and, niggas in the yeah, building. Yeah, and, and niggas are sitting down right after the Grammys playing that, that Samira Joy tape. Yep. And we're like, oh, shit. This is amazing. That's funny because that, that's, all, that's all facts. That's no cap. Like, what, what Dirk be saying? What do you say? Oh, he be saying everything in this shit is cap. Never mind. Oh, okay. This this is all cap. Yeah, yeah. But nah, real talk. This we was it was niggas like you said five six niggas sitting at a round table playing this jazz music. 
It was amazing. It's and it was all because she won a Grammy, and we heard one song mm-hmm. of hers, and it was the song in the background that she walked up to the stage to. Yep. And I said, "Hell no!" Say, "Give me that Shazam." Who the fuck is that? Shazam, good child. The the best thing, like I said, I'm gonna reiterate the best thing the Grammys has ever done for me, and the only thing the Grammys has ever done for me that's good is show me Samara Joy. Couldn't agree more, brother. Um, and shout out to Samara Joy. That was the last thing that I said that I've been listening to. But go back to what we were talking about before. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I think that's that's what we was talking We were talking about the Creed 3 soundtrack. Okay, yeah. But I was just asking you um, like everything you've been listening to. But Yeah, what about you? Okay, yeah. So... Don, yeah, before, and then we'll get into Creed Three soundtrack for sure. For sure. But uh, so shit that's just new. Don Tolliver, Love Sick with the Deluxe, bro. I've been slapping that almost every day. I've heard niggas call this album of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna give an album that came out in in March or February. Album, well, album well the there's year. contestants. I, we got right. some people for the verses. I'm gonna talk about in a second. But yeah, this is definitely gonna be in my pack of favorite projects of the year. I can say that easily right now. Uh, so been slapping that the Creed Three soundtrack like you been playing that as well. Uh, but on the R&B side, man, and I sent this to you. I don't know if you played it, um, the Masego tape. Did you play that? I haven't gone through that yet. No, I actually, there's so much music that gets sent to us that I forgot you sent the Masego to me. Dog, self-titled, his new project, man, that's that's real soulful R&B. Uh, you know I'm going to see that nigga next month, so like, I had to make sure. Oh, you're sure. going to see Masego? Yeah, I had to make sure. I was tapped into the album, but been slapping that. Um, what's to call it? Um, Pat has sent that Caliuchis. The, I haven't heard. I, I thought about that on the way here. Man, I was like, I have not heard that Kelly Uchis, and it's probably amazing. Is it great? Dog, her shit sound good as hell. For real? Yes. I've been searching around Come on for somebody's music that just sounds really, really good. Yeah, man. That tape is nice. It's a good listen for me. Um, Pat sent that, like I said. It's one song on there. It's called I Wish You Roses. It's the second song on there. Amazing. So I've been playing that. Like I said, um, Masego, I'm looking. Let's start here. Lil Yachty. I've been playing that. Okay. I haven't stopped playing that since it came out. Yeah, yeah. I can say the same. Uh, but yeah, man, that's it. Really, I just wanted to see like what you've been tapped into. I got a lot of other just one-off shits, but uh, that's really just what I've been playing the most. Like I said, that's that's new. Old music, though, I'm always playing the same shit. Oh, right. I'm always in my Larry and Don bag, bro. I'm always in my Dom Kennedy bag. I'm always in my my J. Cole bag. That's just every day. Um, I haven't been in my Kanye West bag lately. And I don't know why. Is it is it the media getting to me? They they got in my head subconsciously? Nah, it's him. He's been away. He's been quiet. Nah, but I'm not even playing like the oldies. Like J. Cole's been quiet. No, he hasn't. Nah, Cole warming up. I was going to say, Cole warming up. You know he coming this year, but... no, I don't. I don't think it's um, you letting the media get to your head, bro. You know what's up with you. Oh, I would never let the media get right, to my head over I Kanye know, West. I know. I know. Um, just quick, quick, quick. Just because we, you said uh, J Cole on the way, and I don't want to stay here long. I don't mean to, to start something to be here long. Yeah. Is this is this J Cole's exit? Are we getting J Cole's last project this year? Does he uh, finish rapping this year? I don't think this year. No, but it's coming soon, dog. The fall off is his last album, though, right? Supposedly, supposed to be, but that's the album that's on the way. But we never got the "It's a Boy." The, the "It's a Boy" was the one that was supposed to be next if we're going in chronological chronological order, right? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, based off that list and a notepad, something something to me is gonna be like "It's a Boy" is gonna be like a. <laughs> Like a four-track EP. EP. Yeah, and, and then that's he's gonna fine. give you the album like six months later. And that's fine. And if it is, bro, 
this is not nothing that I'm not prepared for or haven't been pre- prepared for. I've been saying that Cole is on his way out. Is this like for you? Because I know J. Cole is your favorite rapper. Is this like you um, sending kids off to college? Like you prepared for this? Like you you I'm cried prepared. about it already? Hey, I'm prepared for it. I put money away. You know what I mean? I did it the right way. I did it the right way. But no, nah, man. Like you said, said you put money away? <laughs> yeah. You Get said, the fuck out of here. You said I was taking them to school, sending them off to college. But I mean, we'll see what happens. But I definitely think he's coming this year. If it is the fall off, if it is his last project, of course, as a fan, that's going to always hurt. I never want to see my favorite rapper not make music. But like I've mentioned and have mentioned numerous times on this podcast, I've been knowing this was coming since like, shit, this is 2023, at, at least the last two, three years easily. Okay. You know what I mean? But um, staying in J. Cole, staying in Dreamville, though, we can go back to the Dreamville tape. You said you listened to it. Um, I said I, the same thing. I love it. Been playing that tape. Creed 3, though, the movie, um, is amazing, dog. You got to see it, man. Um Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. It was his directing debut. And I feel like he did a great job with the story. I feel like it kept it kept you engaged from start to finish. There's not one slow part in the movie. The fighting scenes are crazy cold. Of course, once again, the soundtrack is heard throughout the movie, so that makes it even better. Um, the last little fighting scene, like I said, I'm not going to give away too much, but he, he kind of took like an anime style. He was anime inspired. He, he talked about that in interviews. What do you so mean like, he was like, well, you think he thought he was Bruce Lee or some shit? No, no, he no. thought he was a Super Saiyan? No, nah, just like the the way it was directed and like how, you just have to see, I don't want to give too much away, but the last scene is supposed to be inspired by anime. You know? Jonathan Majors, how did he do? Amazing, dog. He did such a good job. So he's the antagonist, I think. Yeah, he's the he's the supporting he's the supporting actor. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like within the story type shit. Yeah, he's the uh, antagonist. antagonist. Is he his brother? Nah. So what he is is a friend. Uh, they kind of grew up in a foster home as kids. Were they nemesis <clears throat> all the time? Nah, they was best friends. They were like brothers. They just weren't blood. But anyways, and they separated when they got older. And by the time that he came back, yeah. he resented him for never talking to him when he was older. Basically, you know. Oh my God, I'm so same, good. The oh. same hood story. The same hood classic. It's what sells. But yes, like like Huey and Dewey. <laughs> Dewey for real. Dewey, ba ba ba. Ooh, <laughs> mama, mama, say mama, say mama, kusa. Jenkins. Jenkins, man. But no, nah, man, that is the story. So Jonathan Majors, like I said, they had a relationship as kids. He ended up taking a bid um, for a situation that, that Michael B. Jordan's character was um, a part of as well. But anyways, he did the bid for like, I don't remember, 10, 15 years, comes back. And, you know, niggas, you, you didn't made it. So he come to him like, put me on. I'm trying to get put on. And that's how the story is. But yeah, like I said, I'm not going to tell it, bro. Watch the movie. It's great. Whenever you get a chance, you on spring break. So, yes. you know what I'm saying? Find your time, some time to go to the movies, man, and check out that Creed 3. It's live for real. Um, Let me just remember. Did Rocky die last movie? Uh, did he? Is he in this movie? No. He must have died. Maybe. Um, really And bro from, bro from Remember the Titans, the black dude. Is he coach the one that, that was from Adonis's gym? Is he coaching Adonis now? Or is he uh the, you talking about the black nigga? What's his name? Yeah, the one that looks like Tyler the Creator. Yeah, he in a movie, bro. Is that what you're asking? I'm asking, is he coaching Adonis or is he coaching Jonathan Majors? It's a it's a little bit of both at first, but then it Ooh, uh, he's gotta pick sides. And then there are the ops. Yeah, the types, not for real. 
Oh my God, I'm too <laughs> fucking good. You know I say you gotta watch it. It's a good ass story though. It's no Sunday. Lie. I plan on seeing it today. Okay. I plan on seeing it today, okay. Sunday. Bet, bet, bet. Okay, it's hidden though for sure. <clears throat> I already know it's hidden. I just need to get a little weed. Need to get a little. Uh, a little icy, little popcorn. What is your What is your movie deal? What do you do when you go to the movies? Oh, See, you just told it, man. When I went to the movies, I got an icy and a popcorn. Yeah, I'm I put down everything. I'm always well. I'm starting to mix it. I do Reese's pieces, and I put the Reese's pieces in my popcorn. Stop playing games. What? Yeah, nigga, that's a trail mix. I <laughs> my kids know me for this at nah, work. Nah, I trail I mix it every it. single day. Oh, yeah. you you knew you, that you, I do yeah, the trail you mix. You make your own, like, bro. I had never seen you know because normally you would just go to the store buy a little shit that's in the bag. No, Roderick, my brother, makes his own trail mix. Yes, it's, and it be hidden. It's because a guy at work, previous the previous position that I held before I was at the school, um, I did do the bag of trail mix. Okay, and he was like. Bro, you know, because he saw me picking around all of the shit oh, yeah, that's that I me. didn't want. I don't like raisins. Yeah. I don't want raisins. Fuck raisins. Yeah, I don't want raisins. Um, and they'll put all different kinds of nuts, paws, uh, in it. Um, Not just peanuts. I really only want peanuts. Uh, and he was like, bro, you know it'll be a lot easier and cheaper for you if you just buy a family-sized bag of the candy you want. Okay. The give me all the game. Yeah, a tin of peanuts. Okay, and just mash it all together and put it in your own bowl. Shit like that. And I'm like, oh, let's let's fucking run with it. Saving money all year on trail mix. <clears throat> yeah, but um, where was I at before the trail mix? Because I don't even know how the fuck I got into this. What were we talking about? <sighs> no idea. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no way. No idea, man. Oh, we were talking about the movies. The movies. The movies. Okay, <laughs> I yes. Was like, I don't know so what I'm talking about. I put yeah. the Reese's pieces to the popcorn. Um, even though I, I do have that popcorn dancing in butter. Like I tell them to layer it. You gotta layer it. Extra butter. Um, I'm gonna do the blue raspberry icy. And um that's it. You can send me straight into the, the theater after that. Popcorn, oh. Reese's pieces, the the MM looking Reese's. That's the Reese's pieces. And icy. I'm going to do it just like that. I'm not really a food inside of the movies person unless I'm starving and haven't ate all day. Thanks. Or we're at one of the studio movie grill, movie tavern type style right, places. Right, right, right. Same for me, man. Like I said last time, because this was actually, the movie came out last week, Friday. I saw it right. that Sunday. Yeah. Um, Lucky y'all. Did popcorn, like you said, extra butter, layered in butter. Give me that. Layer it. Layer it. Give me that. And then I did an icy... Um, I did the mix of the cherry and the blue raspberry together. Oh, I don't usually do that. I might have to fuck that up next time. Hey, man, I just, I was in there feeling good, went stupid, went stupid. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it I wanted to say about that. Okay. <clears throat> now that we're out of that, we can go ahead and head straight into songs. Yeah, man. So starting out, like you said, you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh, but Hit Boy and The Alchemist, man, they did something that we we just haven't really seen done before. You've never seen this we've, done before. We've never seen and this. And if you have, it was kind of the, um, what was it, the, not Bismarcky, but it was Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick did something almost of the sort. But it, this this has never been done before. This in its in itself has never right. been done before. Right. Do you want to explain it? You want me to- Yeah, I'll go into it, man. So like we said, those two guys, these great producers, they connected and they dropped a song called Slipping Into Darkness, right? 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on this song, what makes this song so special is the Alchemist rapping on a beat produced by Hit Boy. And then in the middle, they switch it. The second verse is Hit Boy rapping on a beat produced by The Alchemist. Because they're both incredible producers and are known for their incredible productions, but they both do some rapping as well. And they both are incredible at the rapping. Man. Like Kari said, this is special. Bro. Alchemist started out rapping on a Hit Boy beat, yeah. then the beat switched entirely, and then Hit Boy rapped on the Alchemist beat. Alchemist snapped, Kari. Mm-hmm. Alchemist snapped. But at the same time, and that's why, honestly, even, it's still crazy for me to wonder who was the best on this because <laughs> not only did Alchemist snap, mm-hmm. He provided what for me was the better beat. <laughs> right, right, right. But then when Hit Boy comes and starts rapping, hey man, his verse this is, tough. is so fucking amazing. Not only does he put down incredible lyricism in this, mm-hmm. he picked apart the entire producer game. <laughs> Every producer in rap. Hey. This this killing shit right now, he picked them apart on why he might be better than him and on how he is better than them. Now he's the best, man. This is the control verse that Kendrick did, calling out all those rappers. This is Hit Boy doing that, calling out all the producers, man. This is his control. I, I just, it's amazing, dog. Go ahead and tell him what you said in pre-production about these rappers. Hit Boy has submitted his his slot for for best verse of the year. Ah, that's crazy. And this is a producer. He's a producer first. Man. See, look, see, look. Now, now, <laughs> Hit Boy, he feel like Kanye. He yeah, like, yo, stop yeah. calling me a producer rapper. Nah, nigga, I'm a rapper. I'm an artist. The verse that Hit Boy put down is so insane. It's literally like 2013 or 14. I can't remember the exact year when we were like, oh shit. This is the verse that the control verse by Kendrick Lamar was mm-hmm. like the verse of the year. Mm-hmm. He put every nigga in rap on notice. It wasn't beef with everybody. Now Drake took that shit personally. Like that's they why don't, they, yeah, that's why they're not cool to this day. Yeah, they're not cool to this day over right, that shit. Right, right. But um he put the entire rap game on notice. And even niggas that were friends with him and respected him were like, oh, okay, nigga. Like, watch yourself, because I'm really that nigga type shit. Yeah, and then also some niggas just let him have it. <laughs> it was like you know what maybe you is better than me yeah I remember yeah. I remember Mac rest his soul uh, <laughs> Mac Miller he was like he was like damn did Kendrick say my name he was like uh, okay okay appreciate the shout out <laughs> yeah yeah, the yeah. Nod, for some people saying? it was like appreciate the shout out you yeah. said my name oh I'm that good yeah appreciate that mean I'm doing good yeah um but I wonder how the rap game is taking this especially like Hit Boy because Hit Boy's been all in the news over the weekend, Kari, because um, once this came out, academics posted this on his story or on his page about all the producers and Metro was on some, hey, don't say my name type shit. Like, don't say it at all. Like, don't use it. And then he went at an entire back and forth with academics uh-huh. to which academics was on some, nigga, don't do this with me, do this. <laughs> Do this with Hit Boy. Ah, see, look, I hate that because Hit Boy was really coming at it as just a competitor. He even said it in the song, like, this is not a diss. He said, this is not a diss. I didn't even write this shit. Like, I'm just freestyling. Yeah. So, um, 
Man, I, I hate that, but I understand it. I understand some niggas just want respect. And Metro Boomer, if we talking about sales now, Hit Boy, like I've said multiple times, he's my favorite producer. I think he is number one as far as just when it comes to producing. He's the yes. number one. He's you number one I mean? right now. Especially, this is his era too. Right. Him and DJ Drama. Right. Now, Metro Boomin, if we want to talk about sales, who has all of the the glitter, the sh- the shine, the glamour. From, he's the Drake of this shit. He's the number one at that. So I can understand somebody sitting on that fucking crown that Metro Boomin is right now, hearing somebody say his name and be like, bro, don't say my damn name. Pretty, not producer doing, wise. Right. Yeah. You're, he, not, you're not doing what I'm doing. He is. The Drake, DJ Khaled exactly. of, of the producer game right now. Exactly. So maybe that's the way he looked at it. But, uh, man, I just hope it don't really turn into, you know, nothing stupid. Because to me, this should bring more producers together. Like I said at the start. It's we, not. We both said, right? But we both said, like, we had never seen something like this done before. You get The Alchemist and Hit Boy. Why can't we start seeing some of these niggas, like, do something else like that. Like this is good. This is good for the game, man. Competition is always good, whether niggas take it personal or not. It's good. It helps the growth. This is good for the game. I'm not gonna lie. And yeah, it's not some rap, hit, bro. These are producers. This is not some corny rap shit to where niggas fuck around and get shot to death over this. Shit. It's exactly. not. Gonna, it's it's exactly. not going down like that. Exactly. That's why I'm like well, Metro. What's good? What's up? But maybe, like I said, who knows? It was probably just charged at, at academics. It's probably not a hit boy uh-huh. Metro booming thing. But um, yo, yo, niggas niggas be mad at that. Like I'm not not the biggest fan. Um, niggas just gotta ignore, bro. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not as easy as it is because he has like the number one platform for. Oh, his platform is fucking shit like that for huge for gossip. You know what I'm saying, pretty much. But um. Like I said, man, hopefully that doesn't end up being something that stirs down the wrong path. I wanted to just get back to Hit Boy, who else he did call out. So we mentioned Metro Boomin. Um, he said something about Southside. Yep. He said he ain't, he ain't never heard Southside make a beat without no 808s. Well, his name is 808 Southside. Southside. Right. Uh, he mentioned Hitmaker, a.k.a. Youngberg. He said he ought to do you like Trick Did Trick and take that hit out your name. Cause you're not making hits like Hit Boy is. Like, bro, this is how insane. Did he come hit, from Mustard too? He came from Mustard, but say like, um, it was it was love. But yeah, he did. I, was gonna I say, yeah, I he, came, he, came he came from, from Mustard, Mustard too. Yeah, but Hit Boy was like you said, bro. Coming from a producer, having that type of bars, it's it's a good thing, but it's also shocking. Like, damn, a producer, like you said, don't let a producer out rap you niggas this year, cause that's what Hit Boy is said to do. <laughs> That is what Hit Boy is trying to do right now, nigga. And that's crazy, man. Shout out to Hit, bro, for real. Hey, y'all, y'all rap niggas better get on y'all shit because the producer has the best verse of the year out so far. Sheesh. Hit Boy has the best verse of the year out so far. That's crazy, man. Shout out to Hit Boy. And the craziest part about it is, Kari, it's not close. It's by a long shot. All right. <laughs> Niggas back on that rap shit. I love it. Yeah, that rap shit's yeah, back. Yeah, I, I love yeah, it. I love it. That's yeah. the true essence of this shit, man. Yeah, I feel man. it. We on that rap shit. <laughs> let's go. Let's turn the summer up. Yeah, man. My song of the my song of the week is rap too. So yeah. let's get to this bullshit. Yep, yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Let's turn the summer up. We got one more song to get into. Ray Schremer, they're back. They dropped a track uh maybe about four or five months ago, I'd say, or 
five or six months ago. It was last summer. That denial track. Yeah, it was last summer they yeah, dropped yeah, the track. They dropped that, but they also dropped something towards the end of the year. Remember? Around Christmas or around something like Christmas, that? Christmas, and then they dropped another song too, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, but go ahead. This one was entitled Tanisha. Mm-hmm. And this one's heading up their album that's set to drop on April the 7th, Shrim Life 4. Yeah, man, we're getting Shrim for Life is what they are really calling it. Oh, Shrim yeah. for Life. Yeah, it's it's Shrim Life 4. Yeah. Um, but so going back to that first song, like, like we had mentioned before, Deny, I really, really love that song. I'm not even going to lie to you. Check because the album is out. I don't even know if that's on the album. Uh, or the album track list should be out. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I don't think Denial's on there, but I, I did like that one the most. The song that they dropped before Christmas, didn't really like that one a lot. They have a track called Torpedo out? That's the one that came out right before Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and then this one, man, it's it's not bad. I played it. It's a uh, To me, it's a gym song. I played this in the gym. Like It's it's, it's kind of techno. They had a track called Sucker Some that dropped January 27th. Torpedo dropped on December the twenty, uh, sorry, December the thirtieth. Um, after Christmas, right after Christmas. Yeah, and Denial was the track that dropped on June eighth last year. Got you, got you. Uh, they, they had the Community uh, Dig track that dropped with Flo Millie. Oh, I don't even remember that. Last August, I remember that because I think they had a video on it too. For sure. Um, but yeah, like we said, the album is coming. Uh, this song I was going back to Tanisha. Kind of like techno dance song, maybe one of those TikTok songs. But uh, like we said before, man, Ray, Ray Strummer, we we feel like as a group, as a group, they're just trying to figure out like what sticks, what's going to be the sound for them. Because we don't need another project from them. You know what I'm saying? Like to to hit us the way that those first couple projects hit. Like what's the shit that they dropped? It's not going to hit the what's, way it is. What's those before. songs though? I can't even think. Black Beatles, is that them? But yes. Then, what's the... Um, Damn, I can't think of the songs they drop. But anyways, man, like we not what? No flex zone. Yeah, no type. Things like that. No type. That's the one I was thinking. No flex zone was the one that really blew them into superstardom. Right. But I ain't got no type. Was the one that once they were already lit, Mm -hmm. they they did that. Come get her. This could be us. Swang. Swang Black Beatles. Swang is crazy. Look alive. But yeah, man, like we said- I Throw mean, some old with Nikki. Sorry, go ahead. No, we know that they can drop good music. That's just not something that I'm just anticipating like I was years back. Like when them stream lights was coming out, I'm like, damn, I got to hear that. Like this, I'll play, but I ain't got to hear this. Like I'm more fans of these guys as solo artists these days- compa- Me too. Compared to the group at this point. And that's no disrespect. I understand the, uh, the direction or the route we want to go. You want to do the four life. Maybe this is the last one. And they have been through a lot- in recent years, they just didn't they break up and get back together a couple times yeah, over the bro. last couple of and years. And then they both have ran into issues within their solo careers, trying to get that started. So like, We're trying to get their music back, right? But let's do it if that's the if that's the case if that's the direction. Like I said, I love that man, but like I mentioned, I'd rather hear their their solo music these days. I agree with you. Um, now, just being one hundred and fifty percent honest, I think they're doing this because you don't need anything. To get a Sway Lee album off, they're doing this f- for Slim Jimmy, and they're also doing this to perhaps build some steam for Slim Jimmy's solo album after this. Um, but I'm I'm really just talking about that from a business standpoint because I like Slim Jimmy's rap just much uh, just as much as I like Sway Lee's artistry. I don't think they could they could have done any of this without each other. 
I wanted to get into the next part, though, that we had that said, um, Sway Lee said he has cleared perhaps the biggest sample for this album. And are we on the same page on thinking on what it is? Um, allegedly, reportedly, it's the Eminem stand. Yes. Right? If I'm not mistaken, I did see video of him. Maybe how how long ago does this go back, this song? Do you know? That was probably, it was somewhere during the pandemic era. So somewhere between 20 and 21 or 20 and 22, the my lean's gone cold. Right. I'm wondering why. That's all I was thinking because that's around the, time, around the time where he lost his music, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, so... Well, this was this was after he lost the music. This was after. Yes. When did he lose the music? That album was supposed. That album was wrapped up and done. I think by the end of twenty nineteen, set it to was, drop in twenty. Twenty. Okay. Okay. Got you. But anyways, um, like we said, Eminem stand. We've heard a snippet of the song. Um, so yeah, if that is on the album, that's gonna do great for the album. But you were also <laughs> on the stands that. Once again, you feel like that's something that he should have kept for himself. Absolutely. As a solo artist, right? That should have been a solo sway thing. Right. Now, I hope they don't do this speaker box love below thing that they did on Shrim Life 3. The half and half. Yeah. Like, we, if, if that's what we're doing, we can really just. We don't need that. We can get solo albums from mm-hmm. both. I, I don't need the top bottom album from everybody, or yeah. I definitely don't need what they did before, which was together. Top and then bottom. <laughs> Don't do that. The only reason why Sweat, not Sway, that fucking 3K and Big Boy did that shit is because they weren't even fucking with each other. Um, ooh, there's the rap tea guys. <laughs> oh my God, they weren't fucking what? with each when? other. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. They made such a great album while they were right. beefing. Right, niggas act like brothers can't get along. Yeah, look at Quavo and Offset. Chill. Does that ever happen again? Not musically, but like, do you ever see them together again? I do. Um, I hope for it. Me I too. Hope, I hope for it. Yeah. Truly, like, truly, truly hope for it. You pray about it? I don't pray about it, <laughs> but I hope for it. No, no. Just, That's kind of wild getting on your knees at night, not knowing <laughs> either, and be like, God, right. please get Offset and Quavo back together. Please bring them back together, God. For the 2053 Soul Train Awards. Right. Like, come on now. I'm not doing that. It's crazy. Not doing that, but that was uh, that was really the last I had of music. If you didn't have anything else, we could really move on from there. We got some more music that's more news, uh, but not about shit that's already out. Moneybag Yo said something that I said before, something I said a couple of minutes ago. He said, I hope the rap game is working hard. Mm. And that's what I said. I, like, I hope niggas are up on their shit. He said his album is finished and he's on the way. I'm going to agree with Moneybag Yo. Um just because he is a great rapper, um, putting niggas on notice. But I think just from a competitor standpoint, like I said before, every nigga should be working hard. Bring that rap shit back. Yeah. God damn it, man. But no, money bag, yo. Coming off the success of the last album, was it Gangsta's Pain? Against his Pain, yes. Man, he had the biggest year of 2021. We've said it before. I'll say it again. He really established himself as... Not only a great rapper, but he's a great fucking artist. Him coming back into the rap game for an album run is scary for other niggas. I was, I was about to say, this is big. This is a big drop. This is a big drop. Absolutely. And like I said, this this is scary for other niggas. Ah, like, I love that. Like, if you got your shit lined up. I love that. And Moneybag Yo is deciding he's going he's gonna to set up his, his promo run now, you might need to tuck it away. 
That's he's, crazy. He's a big league nigga now. I love that, man. Shout out to I love that shit. Bag, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Money bag getting niggas out the way. Wow, wow. That's not what I thought it was going to be. On, yo. That's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> there it is, bro. There it is. Shout out to Money Bag, yo. You got to be better, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, I thought it was, was going to be something completely <laughs> no, different. No, that's crazy, man. But yeah, he took to Instagram, Moneybag, yo. I believe he posted a picture with him and Gotti. Uh, I'm not mistaken, like sitting in chairs or maybe sitting in the studio. Whatever it was, it was one of those crazy, nice-looking Drake bird's-eye view photos. <laughs> um, where they're just sitting back in a real lovely, luxurious-looking space. Okay. Um, yeah, and they talked about the album's going to be done. Well, This one wasn't a bird's-eye view. It was just far away, I'm sorry. And it was one of those... Crazy nice indoor fireplaces that you can just That's see. What it was, yeah. Um, horizontal. It's a horizontal um fireplace. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Hanging fireplace. Is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I just said horizontal because it's from <laughs> side to side. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, he said, I hope everybody in front of me working hard because I'm coming. Hashtag album done. Yes, sir. Is that Gotti with him? Yeah, he's with Gotti. Okay, bet. Bet, bet, bet. Angela Simmons is back there somewhere. Somewhere. She took the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took it. She took it. She took <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um photo credit goes to her. Yeah, she was standing right next to Ari. Yeah, yeah. They was they was having wine and shit back there. Got you. While the boys was talking business. But I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited to hear the album. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to hear the singles that come out with it. I'm excited that the rap game is warming up, Kari. God damn it. It's about time, man. Jeez. I was I was starting to get in my feelings with all this Me music too. we was listening to, man. What's up, man? That's what that gangster shit, nigga. Let's get it, man. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? I, I put my dicky suit on today. I was on that gangsta ass rap shit, nigga. Nah, on hood, nigga. On hood. You see the shirt I got on, nigga? What you talking about, nigga? On hood. I got <laughs> I got on a Dipsy Crenshaw man, shirt. Really, man. really, really don't play with me, nigga. I'm really back in that mode on hood. Real time. <laughs> on hood. On hood. <laughs> Real talk, but shout out to Bag, man. Shout out to Bag whenever we get that. Shout out that CMG camp. Shout out Heavy Camp. Shout out Bread Gang. Shout out all them niggas, man. Yeah, them niggas working, bro, for real. Absolutely. Every time we talk about it, we have to talk about how talented of an entire camp that is. And just the work that's being put in, them niggas are working over there, bro. And they homegrown. Everybody has their era. The QC era just wrapped up. Shout out uh, P, Coach K. Shout out Scooter Braun now. I mean, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's always been a CMG era, but it's really, really... In full effect right now. You can yes. feel it. Yes. You've been able to feel it the last two, three years. Yes. Free that boy, uh, 42 Doug. I heard he's getting out this summer. Um, Shout out Glorilla. Glorilla. She's a huge reason why as well right now within the last year. ESTG. ESTG. A, a, oh. a huge oh. reason why. Hold on. One more time, bro. Nigga, Shout out to them rap niggas, man. ESTG burn this bitch up like herpes, nigga. What the fuck? My fault. <laughs> uh, All right, but nah, we still we still got Black Youngster and Money Bag Yo being more of like the flagship type niggas on this. Um, yes, yes. But they killing it, man. Shout out to them, man. And they all lit. Nobody's nobody's past their prime yet. Everybody's still killing it. I don't have much more to say, but let's let's go ahead and move on. Um, Offset said he's an album mode too, Corey. Yeah, man, another one. Of course, we knew this. We, we knew talked this. about this. We've yeah, been talking about it for months. Uh, but he confirmed it, right? He's he said, yeah, he Stand said he was in album mode on his uh his story, I think ah, on Saturday. Let's go. But the thing that you need to think about with offset is offset really only needed to add in his his post takeoff tracks. Oh, okay, okay, you're right. You're that right. album was done. It was set to release the week the takeoff passed away. Right. 
allegedly, but but yeah. Well, he had a he had a release date on it. I remember him even coming out and saying, "No, okay. the album's not gonna drop this week." Got you, got you. Um, that's crazy, man. Kari, you niggas better be ready, man. Hey, y'all niggas better be ready, especially because he didn't. And whether y'all don't believe this happened or not, whether we believe the controversy was true or not, he didn't get in on the Quavo tribute. He never got his shot at it. Correct. Oh, you know he's got to do his. He's <clears throat> got to do his uh, I'll Be Missing You by by Diddy. This is going to be big. Oh, yeah, because he didn't. He wasn't able to take the stage. You said He wasn't able to take the stage or be a part of the yeah, song yeah, yeah. That, that Takeoff made. Or that Quavo made for Takeoff. Yeah, that's. You, I think you had said Quavo tribute. I was like, I meant the Quavo tribute to take, to off. take off. My bad. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. He wasn't able to take the stage, so obviously we know he still and he hasn't put out a song like Offset didn't put out two. I mean, I'm sorry, Quavo has put out two songs mentioning Takeoff post his death. We haven't heard any new songs of Offset mention anything. So yes, we're gonna get a lot. I agree with you. Like yeah, that album was finished. He went back to. Obviously, add more, but also to put stamps on what was already supposed to come out. This shit probably is gonna sound good as hell, yo. And on he's top, he's had of, a lot of time, man. He's had a hell of a lot of time, yeah. especially since takes passing. Jeez. Like I said, he's had the time to put in the post takeoff tracks. He's also had time to let his feelings settle in about what's going on with Quavo, and perhaps put that on wax too, Kari. Also, QC. Whole, oh, you definitely oh, QC, getting that. QC was on there. That shit was on before. Oh, yeah, because he was finna drop this on Motown. Yes, sir. Hold on one more time, man. <laughs> and because of shit back. because of what we just said, the Quavo offset shit was probably on there before. Possibly. The split from Migos had, had already happened. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Infinity Links was already out. Uncle was already out. Duh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Right. <laughs> Shout out Set, man. Shout out that whole crew, but shout out Offset. I, I need, not just, well, yes, mostly for myself because I'm a selfish person. Yes, um, me too. I need this album to be huge, Corey. Yes, because let's bring back up, we mentioned this a few pods ago. We had this conversation over the weekend on Saturday. We mentioned the Offset and Cardi B mill, or Cardi B and Offset mill, McDonald's mill, and how we thought that was going to be one thing that gave supposed a to be push, monumental for him. Gave a big push to Offset rolling out his second album, but really, like, this is really him establishing himself as a solo artist. Like yeah, the said. first album was the first album, but this is the one that's supposed to. This yeah. has to be his crowning this is, achievement, Cardi. This, this is his career. This this is his career. His career stands Literally. on this. Yes, man. So. Wow. Quavo and Takeoff had built uh only built for Infinity Links. They got a buffer. They got time in between for their solo albums and it still sounded amazing. Offset didn't have that. And we're expecting Offset to branch off as the Justin Timberlake, Harry Styles, Beyonce, Michael Jackson of the group. It's supposed to be him. This album has to be amazing, Corey. That's why I said a few pods ago, you can expect the Quavo and Offset albums to be some of those best albums or albums to really turn this year around because of everything that's expected from this album. It's supposed to be the one, Corey, and it has to be the one. He knows it. 
<laughs> that album has to be amazing. <laughs> I don't even have to say it loudly. Right, I just right, I just right. want y'all to let it set in yeah, with me yeah. saying it in a calm voice. <laughs> y'all, Offset's album has to be the best album of the year. It's not an option. It has. To, if anybody's seen. Friday Night Lights, the movie, not the show. Yeah. Then niggas, there's a scene at the very beginning, and they're on their knees, and Coach Gary Gaines goes, <laughs> can you do it? Can you be perfect? He has to be perfect in this moment, y'all. He does. Everybody gets, everybody gets a... Ch- you get a shot. You get a shot. Everybody get their shot. Yeah, this is a shot. Especially in this music shit. Yeah, like Everybody gets a shot. Every, we know that. Everybody great enough. Yeah, we in, know that. In a position like Offset. Yes. You get a shot. Beyonce, she got her, uh, what was the, the I am Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got everything else after. Michael, he got his thriller. Justin, I can't, uh, he got his future sex love sounds. Man, I just played that back over this past week. I forgot to mention I always that. play that. I always play that. Oh, that shit's amazing, but yeah. Harry got Harry's house. Yes, sir. Grammy Award winning album. Does Offset enter that realm? I hope. Uh, like you mentioned, for months, years at this point, that's what we have been thinking, have been anticipating, and I want that for Offset. I think he definitely has the talent to do it. Um, whether or not he's able to curate it and put that into a project, we will have to wait and see. But as far as the potential, that's the word I'm looking for. He has all of the potential. He's always checked all of the boxes. We've always said that. So we will only have to wait and see what happens from here. Man, I think his album is going to be really good. I hope so, man. For real, though. I really do. I really do. I don't want to hear about the protect. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on. That. I don't want to hear about the protect card. Yeah, yeah, I, I need some rap. Bro. You better get that Felipe out of my face, nigga. Matter of fact, I don't even want you to have on no jewelry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we we need to go Jay Z, Twenty One Savage with this shit. Yeah, no jewelry. Who he man. need to sit down with to let him know that uh, jewelry is only a a monetary materialistic thing, right. and it's only true wealth you're chasing. <laughs> he could only sat down with Jay Prince, but Jay Prince hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's funny, bro. Um, did you see that report that came out over the weekend that WAC One Hundred said that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what, <are> we... <laughs> what was that? So WAC was called bullshit so fast on that. I don't know if this is an Instagram or a Clubhouse thing because you know he loves Clubhouse. WAC One Hundred took to social media to some form of fashion to let niggas know. He said that. <laughs> that Jay Prince so funny. had been arrested <laughs> and is in custody now for threatening Offset right. and that Offset and Quavo are in protective <laughs> custody because of it. <laughs> oh, he scared the boys to death card. <laughs> hey, oh, bro. Man. Had them niggas in PC. <laughs> them niggas dead. put themselves away? Yeah, bro. Them niggas went into hiding. Come on! Oh now. my God! Are we man. serious, yo? No, whack. No, I actually, I actually might fuck with whack because that shit is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny as hell. <laughs> that Don't get me wrong. That shit nigga. is funny as hell. And I just, I didn't hear him say it, but <laughs> right. I know if it came out of his mouth on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. I would have had to mute my mic. That shit would have been so fucking hilarious. That is hilarious, bro. But yeah, what man. the fuck? And he was serious. You dead ass. Maybe his sources. One as as credible as they are before, but who knows? But he he always saying crazy things. I never know what to believe when when he opened up his mouth, bro. But this 
off top. Like, I knew this was crazy. It's hilarious, though, but I knew this was a lot. Jay Prince had to start, and I, I follow Jay Prince on IG. He had to start an Instagram live video from like a- He was on like vacation. Yeah, he was He was somewhere he was a near a, a pool or a yeah, beach yeah. or something like that. He was like in that. a beach chair, yeah. And he was lounging, yeah. laughing at the shit that was going on. Um, Offset, you know, Offset's a young nigga. He's still rowdy these days. He didn't take respect to that. He took his disrespect. He was mad at it. Um, but <clears throat> what the fuck, man? Stupid shit. Internet shit, bro. No, nah, shout out all them niggas because uh respect to all them niggas, but shout out that nigga away. That shit was funny. Yeah, fun. shit funny. <laughs> Stupid though. <clears throat> uh but one thing I just wanted to get into, um, I'm mad I actually put offset in that slot. I wanted to talk about this right after I talked about money bag yo, just on some connection to it shit. Mm. Finesse two times, Kari. You know, he's been killing the game. He's been smoking shit ever since he got out. Yes, sir. Um, it's cool when they do it. Yeah, it's a problem when, when I, I do, do it. it. Forget them. Forget them. Head ass. Forgive them. <laughs> <laughs> Praise them. Praise them. That's crazy, nigga. <clears throat> I'm dead. But no, nah, Finesse two times, he was, he was in the news over the week just about an interview that he had. And he was talking about when he was dating Erica Banks. And he was talking about the fallout. They were asking him why it was he couldn't stay, you know, with her, mm -hmm. what the problems were that they were having in his relationship. And it became really controversial, Corey. I just want to I want to pull up the actual interview so okay. we can hear it. OK, <clears throat> this is what Finesse Two Times said. Between you and Erica Banks. Oh, shit. Uh -oh. Since, since we're talking about the women. <sighs> It's cool when they do it. I'm put like this. 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 It was it was something I wanted to do, and you know what I'm saying. Um, the age thing. That was that's, that's the thing I didn't I didn't understand. Like she older than you? Now she younger than me. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying. You know I'm a man. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up in the morning, and me and my woman get up. When I get up, my woman get up, cause it's time to cook. It's time to have some sex. It's time to clean up. And when you get up and you get in your phone, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Don't get straight in your phone when you're around a man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get up, you're going to get up and take care of your man, then get in your phone. That nigga beating on the motherfucking table hard in the bitch. I, okay. thought, I thought somebody was knocking the I door I thought he was going to start rapping and shit. <laughs> I, was like, I thought Damn. he was going to start a beat, nigga. Jeez. <clears throat> thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts. Um, even from the start, man, shout out to Erica Banks. She's a Dallas native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commerce. Yeah, yeah. Native, yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. But um, from the start, man, when they first when they were actually dating, I always thought that it was weird. I always knew it was like too much of an age gap to me. I'm like, they don't even seem like they fit. I know they both rap about hood shit, or maybe you can classify them as hood. And they were, I mean, in the in the rap industry, they somewhat connect. I guess, man. But um, what he's saying though, this nigga is from an older generation. I'm saying he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong for, for that at all. Women and men from the generation that he's speaking on, it's always been known that women take care of the men. They take care of the house. They do, right. they do things like that. So he's not foreign at all for having that thought or wanting a woman, a woman that's going to take care of him that first. Fits that, right? Yeah. And he's probably had it in his past. That's what I'm saying. Just, I don't know how old he's is. he is, but he's older than Erica Banks. She's our age. Well, and he's, and, and, he's in a player position. So Facts. he's probably always kept that type of woman that's exactly. that's gonna take care of him. Exactly. So he's not wrong for wanting that. Absolutely not. 
he just chose the wrong woman who he thought he could get that from in Erica Banks. And a woman that's uh, a time is more demanding. Absolutely. She's so, a businesswoman. So he mentioned first thing, getting up in the morning, checking her phone. Erica Banks, even though she may not be cheating, bro, like she's somebody that needs her phone just as much as you need your phone. And she responded saying, I mean, we're we're in the 2020s. It's 2023 where in this time, most of the money that's coming to an entrepreneur or an entertainer is from the phone. From the phone. So I got to wake up in the morning and check business. I got to wake up in the morning and check these dollars, seeing if it's money coming in. Correct. And then once I, I make sure everything in life is straight, then we're going to worry about everything else. Correct. So and there's nothing wrong with her saying that either. Exactly. Nobody's wrong here, man. There's just a gap. There's a difference or a generational gap, whatever you want to call it here, between <clears throat> these two individuals. So nobody is wrong. She handled that respectfully though. She she said um I'm I'm not she was like he's he's not wrong for for saying that. She was like I'm just not that girl. Exactly. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm sure he's had women in his past that were like that and because of that that's probably why he looks for that in women, but he just didn't choose the right one in Erica Banks. So No, he's, no issue there. What do you, what what would you prefer? What would I prefer? Because now like I've heard some some crazy stories. Okay. That like growing up, I'm like, I actually like I I like that shit. Like the brat. Now that she's a radio personality with Ricky Smiley and shit, mm-hmm. she used to date Allen Iverson. She said that like when Allen Iverson woke up, she wanted like he wanted her to beat his dick every morning. Now you gotta you gotta do that, <laughs> bro. What? <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want my dick beat every morning. Like. Like we're not gonna fuck. Like no, yo, like, I don't. You can at You can at least start this day off. Nah, bro. Yeah, like you that can sound d- painful. Absolutely every day, not. Every day, <laughs> not even gonna be able to have kids, bro. You're not gonna have no. Your sperm count gonna be on zero. Fuck it. <laughs> Maybe we can do this after we have the kids. Maybe so. But no, that's crazy. <laughs> but um, to me, man, and I've said this before. Like what I grew up, how I grew up, the way I saw my mom and dad, it was always like. Half and half there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just like my mom got to do all the catering, things like that. Like, my dad was a man of the house. You know what I'm saying? So, I want to be like that. Like, of course, I want my woman to take care of me. Right. Cook food for me. You know what I'm saying? Be there to rub my back. Things like that. I mean, that's- Or like beat your dick in the morning. Of course. Yes. But (laughs) that's love. You know what I'm saying? To me, like, that's what the definition of love is. So, of course, I want that. But I don't- I also don't want a woman who just does that. No, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a woman to be herself, to have her own life, to have her own friends, her own likes, things like that. That way we could figure each other out. I don't want you to just be at the house. Like, I don't want that for you, but I also don't want that for me. Um, Do you need breakfast made every morning? Not every morning, bro. Like, that's, I'm just being I don't, real. Yeah, I'm being yeah. a real person. Yeah, it doesn't mean we don't have to do this seven days a week. Yeah. You, you're a fucking person. Exactly. So, no, not seven days a week. But, yes, I would want my woman to cook for me. Like, who wouldn't? I'm not going to lie, to be 100% honest, the position that I'm trying to work myself into, we're going to chef this shit. Whatever we got to do. That's fine. That makes it easy. That means that's more time we get with each other. I've listened to Jay and uh, I think Will Smith and like Don Cheadle. There were a few people that talked about some of the most important things you could ever have once you secure your money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like a dietitian slash chef has to be one of the top five most important things. Some niggas think like it's the cars or the house or this or that. They were like, yeah. nigga, once you secure your house, um, your this, this, and that, I forgot what it was they were saying. They were like, a chef, like that that's cool with your like that you have diet dietitian type 
things settled in with them. Yeah, that's fire. Your health is is number one. That's fire. <clears throat> I can't wait for that. That's definitely fire. So yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna be a go that route. It's gonna be a, a seven day a week type of, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, and like I said earlier, I just want to put more emphasis on this. If I'm in a relationship with a woman, my wife, hopefully at that point, that's gonna free up more time that we have with each other. Look, it's a win win. You ain't gotta worry about cooking. I ain't gotta worry about cooking. Like you said, it's it's broken down to the facts. They know our our diet, so we know we getting the best food, the best quality of food. That's imagine taking that worry out of your life. Think, that's crazy, bro. Bro, think about that's crazy. Like like school, <clears throat> every Monday you get a menu of what's gonna be made. Oh, that's crazy. Like and you prepared the shit the week before. Yeah, that's amazing. Come on. <laughs> now I feel you. Now I understand. Like yeah, see when when shit like that comes yeah, into play, yeah. you don't even have to worry about who's cooking and who's doing this, who's mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The maid. Damn, I didn't mean to say the maid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. That was belittling. That was fucked up. The chef's doing that. It's crazy. Like I was oh, thinking about dude. Jeffrey. Right. It's a fucking butler. <clears throat> All right. All right, let's let's move on from there. Unless you have more on finesse two times, Erica Banks. Nah, that's it, man. All right, in more news on who's dropping, who's gonna be dropping soon, things like that. Yeah, Usher made a little a little video on his skates. He, he can't get off these fucking skates these days, Kari. I see. But he said that he's on the way back to wake up R and B. Ah, okay. Hold on, Usher. Usher reading the headlines. Is that what that is? Yeah. Usher yeah, yeah. heard that R and B ain't back. Yeah, but um. Okay. If you can remember, Usher's had confessions too in the works for like the last four years. Yeah, him and JD, we've we've been on. They've been working together for a long time now. The pandemic sidelined people, but I'm yes. tired of that. We're we're past the pandemic excuses. The pandemic excuses are over now. Yeah, niggas are concerts, festivals, all that's back. And that nigga is not a stranger to any of that. He's been in the LA resident. I mean, the not LA, the Vegas. Las Vegas residencies. For the last two, three years now, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting to go see this nigga. This nigga's tickets are higher than fucking Beyonce and Jay's. Damn. The residency Las Vegas tickets, you're going to pay a cool 300 to go see Usher. And then you got to worry about being in Vegas and spending another $1,000 <laughs> at the Bellagio and shit. <laughs> um, On the strip. Yeah, man. You better be eating White Castle burgers every fucking day. Yeah. <clears throat> but... Nevertheless, Usher said he's back to wake up the game. Are we waiting on this? I'm waiting on Absolutely. this just because I'm I'm an Usher fan. Absolutely, man. Kind of just goes back to earlier we talked about Music Soul Child, the Hit Boy Project, how we were just anticipating because this is another great. Music Soul Child was a great from the past. Usher, we know he's had more that has happened to his career recently. He had that tiny death shit and all of the skating shit. Like Usher has stayed more relevant. So, of course, when he says that he's on the way, it means more. But these, you got a long rollout. Right, right. But what I wanted to say, the point I wanted to make, like, of course, anybody from what I think was the best sound of R&B to say that they are back on that R&B shit, that they're back to wake it up, because that's all I've been listening to anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nigga. I want to hear that new Usher just like I want to hear that new music soul child. Absolutely. You know, like, I, I, I need it, Usher. I almost need it. Usher probably hasn't dropped since that Zaytoven project, and that was 2018. Wow. And I wasn't too much of a fan of that. I think he dropped in 2016 before that. I, I can't wait. Like Absolutely. you said, we need this. 
<clears throat> we don't have to stay on this too long. I just wanted to mention that he was dropping. He said he was going to wake up the entire game. Carl, you wanted to talk this, uh, the Lil Yachty album combo. Yeah, man. Lil Yachty has had a lot to say in the media recently, but. Uh, he had an entire interview. Yeah, with the Conversation Billboard. with Billboard, yeah. Billboard, man. So, you know, we've said a lot about his project. Let's start here. The alternative, all alternative project that Yachty has put out this year. It's groundbreaking. It's amazing. That's, that's probably the best project I've heard this year. Ooh, from start to finish? Absolutely. Sheesh. Yeah, no, it's definitely up there for me. I'm going to give, like I said earlier, Don Tolliver's in that conversation for me as well. But no, from start to finish, bro, this is one of the best projects that's been put out this year. Uh, but like we said, he went, spoke with Billboard, did a whole little magazine with them as well. But they asked him the question about his old music. And Yachty said, in regards to his old music, the old albums, he said, fuck any of the albums I dropped before this one, the new alternative project. I was young. I really didn't give a fuck. So I did do things that may have led people to the assumptions that I was a mumble rapper or a sound SoundCloud kid or I don't appreciate the history of hip-hop, but to be honest, I've always been so much more than hip-hop, right? And then he took to Twitter because Twitter blew up on that because there are a lot of fans. Obviously, the alternative project was something that Yachty had never done before. He's experimental. A Very he's experimental. A, he's a rapper. but So that kind of pissed his fans off because they like, hey, some of your rap projects are some of the best projects I've ever heard by you. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's so, true. So he took to Twitter. He said, I think I'm going to just stop doing interviews because the things that I say are never understood as intended. Somebody said, we're literally just tired of you shitting on rap. He said in reply, I've never shitted on rap. Niggas act like they ain't shit on me as a rapper for six years. Then when I go and say I want my respect, everybody act like I'm shitting on a genre. It's the same ones who never took me serious as a rapper trying to tell me I'm tripping for wanting respect. He's right. Why is that? Uh, Because outside of maybe Lil Boat 2 and Lil Boat 1, which was how he kind of got popping, he never really got the real respect in the game. He got popularity, notoriety. He got to stand next to the niggas because he he was signed to QC. But after a certain point... I'll say all of 2019, mm-hmm. 20, 21, and 22, Loyati was out of his king of the teens phase, and he was kind of an outcast again. Niggas wasn't, the years that I was saying, 19, 20, 21, 22, he was dropping music, but niggas wasn't checking for Lil Yachty like that. Swag, swag, You were looking through the comment section and seeing all of the Lil Yachty's <clears throat> fall off. Like, he fell off. He fell off. That shit like that. Mm-hmm. You weren't hearing him being one of the biggest. Now, in 2023, when Let's Start Here drops, his interview with Drake, you see that. And if, and if they're friends, that's an album promo thing that Drake did to help scratch Yachty's back. But nevertheless, it's all over the fucking media. He even gave him the, the how old are you, ouch, that type of thing that was like the Kevin Hart, Don Cheadle thing that would have been a viral moment. Come on now. I know things that are business. Like, y'all be thinking certain things are fucking organic. That shit's not organic. They're just friends. Yeah, but they're the, the best of friends. Yeah, the Drake and Stop it, Yachty combo just comes out out of nowhere. Stop it. He covers Billboard. He has an interview that comes out with Billboard. The album's out. He's all over the fucking place. He's got controversy on social media. Yeah, <clears throat> it happens, man. Um, what I want to say, though, going back to just the interview. Uh, the album as well, some more. 
I don't think what Yachty said was wrong in any fashion. I also don't think he said this to me in any disrespect. I think as fans, sometimes we are too sensitive. He wasn't shitting on rap. He wasn't saying that he knows without the rap, he wouldn't even be where he is in his career now at this point. He is just saying that within this process, he was able to zone in and really make music that he felt like he brought out of himself. When you get in this game, this industry, bro, a lot of times, like, yes, he was putting out music, but a lot of times shit is orchestrated. He he mentioned this in the interview. He said he going into the studio and shit already, they already got the producers that they want you to work with. When you are on a label and you have a rollout and there's a budget attached, a lot of shit is already set up for you that niggas really don't get to choose themselves if they're not big yet. Absolutely. If they're not big yet. So Yachty, or if you don't have that type of pull. Right. So Yachty, at his label or just in whatever circle situation he was in he said this in the interview like this making this album was the first time that that didn't happen he got to make what he wanted he got to choose who was going to be a part of the process the song so that's what he's saying like this was the first time he was able to really just be free as an artist and he felt like he put out his best project and i agree with you niggas was shitting on yachty i shitted on yachty for that michigan boat tape you know what I'm saying? There's other songs that, yes, everybody, like you said, he wasn't getting the respect as a rapper. We know that. I so, so, bro, I just, fans, we're too sensitive, man. Like, niggas are mad that he said that he's shitting on rap. He's not shitting on I feel, rap. I feel the fans, too, though. Go ahead. What you feel? Um, you, you have a favorite rapper. I have a favorite rapper. Everybody has a favorite rapper. If your favorite rapper came out and said, fuck every album I've ever made before, except for this one, and I'm moving forward. He's basically letting you know you're never going to hear the type of music <laughs> that you heard from me before, and that's the reason why I love you. Yeah, I'm mad, nigga. The, if I'm a fan of Lil Boat and Lil Boat 2 and Michigan Boat Boy and um, Nothing to Prove, Teenage Emotions, I'm mad. There's never going to be a going back to the little the little boat because you said that, nigga, you basically didn't even know who the fuck you were back then. I was young. I was a little kid. So um, while I do agree with, I agree with Lil Yachty, but I understand how the fans feel. Right. The, the fans have a right. They don't have a right to feel like he's shitting on rap. They have a right to feel like he's shitting on them. I agree with that. But I agree with Yachty. Yachty is the one who who's correct, and it's up to him. So, um, yeah, the the fans have a right to be mad. They're they're losing, or um, they're losing what they think is the essence of their favorite rapper, their favorite artist. Makes sense. I understand. Or if they had a a, a certain vision in their head on where they thought he was going, and he went somewhere completely different with it. Like imagine if you thought you were getting good ass job, and then you got eight oh eights and heartbreak. Oh, or you thought you were getting a good-ass job, then you got Dark Fantasy. Okay. So, let's fast forward. Years later, on some Kanye West type of career, are his fans going to look back years from now and say, okay, we get it now, we understand? Yes. <laughs> if he does this right. Right, right, right. This is his chance. This is and his he's shot. doing it right. This is his shot. We said it earlier. Everybody get a shot, bro. This is Yachty's shot. If we're looking at rap change from the way rap was, um, college dropout, late registration, graduation, into the way it changed from 808s into dark fantasy, things like that, the same way we're looking at trap turn into the alternative shit, yes. That's good, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'll be great. That's I told good. myself I was going to start potting my ass off consistently. <laughs> I'm going to start putting up them numbers, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know, man. Uh, but do you have anything else on, on Yachty? <clears throat> that was it about the album conversation. I wanted to get more into his rollout. Like you said, he's still doing everything that we mentioned. He's still on a heavy rollout. Still heavy promo rollout. Uh, on April Fool's, April 1st, man, he will take to SNL. He's going to host it with Quinta Brunson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. He was going to be the uh, the host of SNL. I wonder, because I know Quinta Brunson, she's going to be doing a lot of the acting portion of shit. I know Lil Yachty will be the musical performance. I would like to see Lil Yachty act, too. He got to act, yo. He has to. I hope so. Yeah, like I that's- I hope so. I, I really hope do. so. I do. But, you know, I like the all-black lineup. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, Shout out Quinta Brunson, too. <clears throat> you have anything else you wanted to get into on that? No, sir. All right, let's start to get into the news. We're still in music, but we got news to get into, too. Um, Apple Music. I don't know if you guys just explore Apple Music or just scroll around the browse section or scroll around the app just to see what's new. But Apple Music has announced, and they're actually displaying it on the App Store now, Apple Music Classical. This is a standalone app that's set to release on the App Store March the 28th. Yep, yep. I have a little bit more that I wanted to get into right here. Um, this is from The Verge, and it's saying that Apple Music Classical will be available on the App Store, and the company says it will provide a deeper search and composer metadata that helps set it apart from mainstream music services. It'll also, uh, it'll also be spatial audio. What they were saying is that it's been cited as one of the best use cases for spatial audio being basically one of the best things your earbuds can hear under the spatial audio realm, classical music. Um, but yeah, in 2021, Apple, they bought the biggest classical music streaming service. They went by the name Prime Phonic. Okay. Um, so, they, so it makes sense now. Yeah. Gotcha. Apple announced that they, uh, they blah, 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 blah. They'd be releasing the app uh, on March 28th after acquiring music service Prime Phonic in 2021. The company had originally uh, aimed to release the classic focused app by the end of last year, but it missed the target. However, they're dropping it now. Gotcha. Okay. No, I'm not going to lie, man. I like the uh, the idea of the standalone app and also just from the quality. That's what I always talk about. when I, We both just hear music a different way, but I can tell when shit is turned up to like the best quality. I've said Absolutely. before on certain projects that we have talked about where I say that's the highest quality of music. Yes. So I like that idea to be able to listen to a genre of music, classical music, if you're a fan of that or not, regardless, it's music. I right? love classical music. Hearing it at the highest quality that's something that intrigues me man and then also i wanted to just point out a little more details about the system or the software mm -hmm. that they're using so they actually got this from their streaming service uh prime phonic mm -hmm. they pulled this and added this in um it says it'll offer thorough and accurate classical metadata a challenge for services that cram all music genres into one destination so with this you'll be able to search by composer work, conductor, or even the catalog number and find specific recordings instantly. That's fire. Dog, that shit is crazy. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm a big fan. Um, a lot of people think that I'm just on some rap shit with, with the pod oh, from the very bro, beginning. This shit go, go ahead. Yeah, I've I've played music and oh. instruments since I was 12. So, so I was about to, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I forgot to bring this up. Yeah, go ahead. 
You just talked about how you play instruments. You got an instrument recently, man. You tap back into it. Yeah, I haven't played clarinet. I play uh, play clarinet. I play bass clarinet. I play tenor saxophone, and I can play the eighty eight key keyboard. Um, sheesh. Yeah, man. Your, your yeah, boy. I like that. I, like I, that, I be getting bro. into that shit. And that was that was like my first love yeah. outside of playing basketball, and it took over playing sports. I loved playing music more than I loved playing sports. Yep. Um. But yeah, I told myself forever I wanted to get back into it. And my mom always heard me say this shit. And she always respected my my love for music, um, especially playing instruments. And I walked in my mom's house last week and she bought me a clarinet. Yeah, man. I saw the video you posted. I ain't gonna lie. Like that shit damn near. I felt so good for you, bro, just because I know how much you love that shit. I used to love that shit, man. I, and we talk about a nigga that's really good. At this shit, we talking first year every single time, nigga. Oh, yeah. Don't from, play. From the first year I was Don't playing, play. I was always in the best band. I right. was first chair. Yeah, man. So me seeing that video, like I ain't gonna lie, like that shit made me feel good for you, bro. I was happy to see you back on the clarinet with your Squidward looking ass, bro. Yo, 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 <laughs> hey. bro. You don't know how many people call me Squidward. Yeah. I will fuck y'all up. <laughs> The bass clarinet, man. But nah, bro, that, that made me happy. But going back, I'm sorry to cut you off. Going no, no, you're fine. Into the classical music conversation, you were just saying that that's one of the reasons why you love this idea or just classical music within itself so much. Absolutely. Um, playing so much classical music um, off of the sheet work that we did in band, I truly gained a love for classical music to the point where between me being in the regular band and playing classical music and being in jazz band, that's where I learned to play sax and shit like ah, that. Um, and playing jazz, when I sit down and I read books or if it's like a Sunday afternoon and I'm cleaning up the house, things like that, outside of playing like the oldies, um, I'm playing classical music and jazz music. Now, when I'm reading I'm only playing classical and jazz music. I have to. So when I found out this app was coming out, I was just scrolling on the the Apple Music app. That's why I said um, what I said introing to this topic. Uh, I wonder if you guys just scroll this app. Right. That's how I found out about it. I was so excited when I found out this shit was coming out. I thought it was already out and I was going to be able to open it right then. But when they said <laughs> March 28th, I was like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> but um, That's what's up, bro. It kind of took me off guard that they're going to have a standalone app. It makes sense. But I also think that it's being done just in case this doesn't do well. They can just get it the fuck out of here real quick. Think so? Absolutely. Okay. Um, And they can still start to take some of the classical music and keep it on Apple Music, mm -hmm. even if it didn't do well. But... <clears throat> I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Also, one thing I just want to point out with these streaming services, you know that they compete. And Spotify is, they have the most subscribed um, users on their platform. So I think this is also agreeing with you. I think this is also something to maybe try to separate themselves from Spotify to maybe bring more value or more customers to Apple Music. I can see that also. Okay. Yeah. But whether or not it's a great move for business, I'm happy because you have to be an Apple Music subscriber, which I am. To even have access to the app. Absolutely. It's not on Android. They said right. it'll be coming soon, but I don't get how you have Apple classical Apple music, music coming to Android. Android. That's weird. Maybe they'll change the name or something. Who knows? I have no idea. Or they'll have some sort of Google licensing deal. Oh, that is odd though. But we were just talking about, are you ready to move on? Yeah. We were just talking about Spotify. So um, this is about Spotify without saying Spotify. Without naming Spotify, Kari, the Warner Music Group CEO has called for streaming services to raise 
their prices <laughs> over the past couple of years. Uh, and this is from Variety, guys. Uh, over the past couple of years, virtually every conversation about the challenges facing artists in the music streaming economy has ha- had one proposed quick fix, raising subscription prices. But the CEO um, of Warner Music Group, he said the last summer or some some shit like that, the price of everything else on earth is going up and they all keep finding new ways to make subscriptions cheaper. And we've gotten to a point where, um, this is outside of the quote, we've gotten to a point where out of every single entertainment service, whether that be TV, whether that be movies, whether that be any type of entertainment, music makes the most, yet their streams get the least amount of money. That's correct. I have a back and forth on this because the Warner CEO is asking for subscription prices to be raised, which he's correct. They should be. But if they are, we need to also increase how much these artists are getting from it. Like, cause we're not going to increase how much they make and not give more back to the artist. And see, and maybe I was under the impression, we will talk it out here, but I was under the impression that's the reason why he wanted to raise the subscription price to pay the artist more. Is that what he said? That's the idea I got. I may be wrong. Like I said, I don't know. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll talk it out. But also, I wanted to mention, you started saying that without naming Spotify, he mentioned something that Spotify does do. So you mentioned the increase subscription prices we've seen apple music title other platforms increase their price yes spotify since the start has always remained at the same price i yes. believe it's only ten dollars mm-hmm. and and no matter how much they add or take away they don't change that price it's always been ten dollars from what i've heard yeah he said uh well they said without mentioning spotify by the name the world's largest streaming subscription service the CEO noted that if the price of an individual monthly stream subscription were adjusted for inflation, it would cost uh, $13 instead of $10 the way it normally costs. Mm-hmm. Yes, but like you said, they haven't changed that. Okay. That makes sense. I, st- I don't think that they're doing this in the benefit of the artist, Corey. Maybe not. Maybe not, like I said. We can say it's for the benefit of the artist, but it's not for the benefit of the artist, Car. He wouldn't He wouldn't be griping about it if it was for the benefit of the artist. <laughs> yeah, if it's not making him more money or those at the top, yeah. they usually don't have too much to say about it. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I don't really have too much of a stance whether or not I agree some shit should cost more, even something that I don't even have. I'm not um, on Spotify. I don't have a subscription there. I am on Apple, so... I was mad when I had to take my shit up. When I lost my student discount, I was so mad. Wait, you lost your student discount? I don't have access to my college email anymore. How? They turned it off when you graduated? No, I think they switched the college portal that they use. So it's still like the same tag, the Leo mail, like the at after end, but I don't think they use the same like Leo mail that we use. So like- I still use that shit to log in though. So- I I think I lost my password. Is what I'm saying. Like oh, I I can't okay. go and create a new password. Oh okay. Type and shit, you know, I went home and I took a couple of classes at the community college. Use that one. Have you never taken a TCC class? Yes, but I don't remember them logins. Man. Oh my, this nigga's trash, bro. No, what happened? I used to always have my commerce when I always hey, lower your it. voice. Because you call me, <laughs> you call me trash, nigga. Let me explain myself. No, nah, um, I end up getting like a new phone one time, and I and I end up losing that one or the password. So I don't know, but yeah. 
for the longest though, the point I was making for the longest up until maybe like last year, I was still getting my Apple Music subscription since 2015 for five ninety nine. Yeah, and now I pay like ten ninety nine. I hate that. I still get the student one. Yeah, it's tough, man. Shout out to y'all still getting them student discounts. Yeah, man, you got me fucked up. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going back to that expensive ass shit. Man, every time they would ask me, you still in school? Hell yeah, I'm still in Absolutely, school. Absolutely, and I can verify it. God damn it. The fuck? Oh, let's move on, though. We're out of the music news. Let's just get strictly into news. We got some sports things to talk about before we get on out of here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Sean Kemp. The uh, former uh, NBA star that we just talked about, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he pulled up and blam, 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 blam some shit, you know? Hey, man, let me just say, starting out, I apologize, Sean Kemp. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I apologize, man. They tried they tried to wrong you, brother. I'm sorry, Sean Kemp. You know what I'm saying? Like They tried course, to paint you like all kinds yeah, of ways in the media. Man, say, and, and we said this, so we're not, we're not walking back anything. We said that the story could change. Of course, we were just going off of what we knew that We day. did him like Skip Bayless, though. Like, we brought up like his drug charges and shit. <laughs> We said, damn, is he a crip? <laughs> <laughs> we see him throw up the crip sign. Like, can we confirm that he's a crip? Is South side, north crip? side, east side, <laughs> right. west side. So yeah, man, we did. I apologize, Sean Kim, for real, for real. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. We we talked about his drug his drug charges, man. I mean, they brought it up. It ain't like we pulled that out our ass. It was in the shit we was reading. I know, bro. But yeah, man. We but like we saw the the mugshot and we was like, bro. It's like, damn, we might have did that shit. We thought he was cracked up from the mugshot. <laughs> we got to do better, man. We do. We do. <laughs> but um, on Thursday, Sean Kemp was released from jail, and his his uh, attorney actually came out with a, a pretty good um a pretty good alibi. Not yeah. a, not an alibi, but a statement on what actually happened. Um, this was given to ESPN on Thursday from Sean Kemp's lawyer. Um, he said that some of Sean Kemp's personal belongings had been stolen from his vehicle earlier in the week and that Sean Kemp was able to track his iPhone to a vehicle in the parking lot. Mr. Kemp had gone to retrieve his property, the lawyer said, when people inside the vehicle shot at him and Mr. Kemp, quote unquote, returned in fire in self-defense. Mm. Oh, that's why I say I apologize, man. First out, shout out to that nigga lawyer, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gonna get it done. That's cold. I ain't gonna lie. But, uh, yes, and there's there's footage of this. The police already know um, that it says he attempted to assist in this matter because he was shot at first. So, Sean Kim, man, like we said, everything that we said before, we knew hearing this story. Actually, I'm not that mad because when we heard the story we was like ain't no way Sean Kim did this shit yeah 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 you know, we were very it just, surprised it didn't sound like Sean Kim so but now we do we do know he got that 40 on him hey like Sean Kim oh yeah the bars still resonate man so you rappers you artists rap about Sean Kim but they were right I'm glad they got this shit figured out they were correct 100% that nigga keep it on I'm glad we got that figured out though yeah man shout out to Sean Kim uh, self defense bro that's how it's supposed to be. If a nigga shoot at you, you're supposed to be able to shoot back. If yeah. you got it on you. If you got it on you. you um, especially if I'm going to get my stolen shit back. Right. Yeah. You okay. lucky I didn't pop you from the beginning. Okay. All right. But speaking of pop you, that's the last thing that I really uh wanted to get into for the, the pod. We got to talk about John Moran again, Corey. Yes, we do. We do. We couldn't end this pod. Without talking about John Moran, I would be remiss <laughs> if I didn't talk about John Moran before I left. And that's because he's back in the news because Coca-Cola has pulled their Powerade ad 
following John Morant's gun incident. Now, what I did not know was that this is Coca-Cola's highest budgeted campaign ever. Mm -hmm. I'm said to be the largest in the brand's history. Okay. Do you want to get into this or, or you want me to get into it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Following the the recent gun brandishing incident with John Morant, he's been suspended by the NBA. The Memphis Grizzlies uh, they released a statement saying that he wouldn't be able to return to any games until at least more uh, until, <laughs> until at least March fifteenth. While the team works on the appropriate sanctions for his actions on social media, but in the midst of all of this, Coca Cola has pulled its Powerade ad that the spotlighted Morant has been in. Um, the campaign was said to be the company's largest in the brand's history. Um, yada, yada, yada. Um, oh, I think that was good, right? I got a little bit more. Okay. Um, so it says the ad was meant to relaunch Powerade and became the first athlete partnership for the brand in over five years. So they were looking forward to this. Obviously, we know he's coming off of, once again, not only signing a $200 million contract, Nike, the biggest sports brand um, you know, in the world, gave him a signature shoe. He's one of the most promising players ever. Powerade just gave him the biggest deal they've ever given anyone in their history. And don't even think about this like Powerade. When you think of Powerade, right. you need to think Coca-Cola. Big time. Coca-Cola gave him a deal. Right. The biggest deal in Powerade history. And he lost it. Cole. He lost it, man. So I'm well, it's, it's, in, it's in jeopardy. Right, right. I'm going to read a little bit more about the campaign. And like you say, we'll get into why. Obviously, it's in jeopardy. Um, it says the campaign was titled From Underestimated to Undeniable and garnered a large number of funds and resources to relaunch Powerade into the sports world. Up until now, Moran has only seen repercussions from his actions throughout the league. However, Powerade's sudden move to pull the ads, so they have pulled the ads. It begins everything off of all social media. Right. It begs, I'm sorry, it begs the questions if other brands will follow. Nike, like I said, was entered the deal. Uh, they had a statement. They said that they are not reevaluating their relationship with Morant, but we appreciate Jaws accountability. 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 <laughs> Damn, nigga. Yeah, it's not a good English day today. Right? <laughs> and that he's taking his time to get the help that he needs. We support the prioritization of his well-being. Yeah, I did see Nike come out and say like, "Yeah, thanks, but hey, this is this is our number one guy." Yeah, we can't lose this one right now, <laughs> I was guys. Say, we just lost Kyrie. We're not losing Josh. Yeah, then we just got to bank on Luca. Yeah, man, and Luca's with Jordan, even though it's the same family. Yeah, man. he's a Jordan athlete. Don't be Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tough, man. But John Moran, once again, man, this is something that we hope didn't happen. We talked about it when everything first came out. I also want to mention, because I don't think we said this, the suspension is longer now. So at first, it was only just those next two games. Yeah, it was supposed to be two games. It's been pushed since that point to like the next four games. At this point, at least it's going to be six games missed. They, they're trying to pin the tail on the donkey with this nigga. They had pulled out the point <sighs> that if they were able to confirm that he had this gun on premise... That it was an automatic 50-game suspension. And I'm like, yo, why are we even thinking about shit like this? This was at a strip club. Correct, man. Correct. Uh, the strip club or the city, Colorado, they did an investigation as well. That has been closed. They uh, wanted to know if he was a crip. I'm sorry, go on. Right, right, right. All type of shit. No criminal charges will be filed, right? So he got out of that, man. But like I just mentioned before, when you start when you start messing up the money, bro, that's that's when I can't, like, I have to, I have to say, like, yo, you got to stop. You got to change. You got to get help. Yes. You niggas can do what y'all want. Y'all can have all the glamour. You can buy all the jewelry. Boom, boom, boom. But when you stop the bread, 
that's when niggas got to be like, all right, we got to get right. I keep going back to the same point. He wants to be like a rapper. The guns and drugs and controversy gets rappers more money. It does not get NBA players any more money. You lose money. You lose money. You lose money, man. This is bad. Powerade is not something you want to lose. Nothing. Nothing you want to lose. But yeah, bro, just everything surrounding that campaign, like we said, that he was going to put them back on the map. And that hurts. They pause all of their ads, like we said, that's running on YouTube, every social media platform, TV. It's all been pulled. And I've seen that John Morant commercial on TV. They pulled that shit. You got pulled off the air, yo. That sucks. Like, all right, man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, yeah, this just be making me mad, yo. Come on. Let's let's get right, bro. We got to do better. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for John Moran because I know he's young as fuck. And uh, you said we, we talked about this during pre-production. He's 23. 23 years old. Man. He's got a long way to go, and he's got a hell of a career ahead of him. But, you know, we just... This is a learning experience. Absolutely. We all make mistakes. We all deserve second chances. I, with you, hoping that when he comes back, man, that he gets back on the straight and narrow. Take as much time as you need. I know it's the end of the season. He is missing critical games. But if he's not right, like he said, he said he needs to focus on his well-being. If he's really not right, because to me, in those videos and everything that we've seen, he was just drunk. Josh, 23 years old. I even found out they reported this. It, he went to that strip club twice. Yeah. He went. The second night is what got posted. There was a whole nother night, like a few days before that. He was there too, which is fine. Niggas go to the strip club. I'm not tripping on that. They're digging up everything at this point. Right. That's why I say, but to me in that video, him showing the gun, he was just fucking drunk. And he has nobody in his circle to say, hey, bro, you tripping. So if he really needs to focus on his well-being, I hope that he gets right and comes back to the court and just be John Morant, the basketball player. You ain't got to do all that antics off the court. Be you, whatever, bro, but just on the court, just be Ja. That's all I want to see that nigga do, bro. So I'm rooting for him. I'll be come back just as strong as ever. We need Ja in the league, bro, for real. I want, we have young listeners. I want everybody to know, and I'm not even trying to down this person's name. This is my favorite player of all time. Kobe Bryant had the 04 season and the 05 season. And the 06 season. And everybody knew he was in court and what he was in court for. I'm not going to put it out all right here. If you want to go find it, find it. But, um, and he still turned out Kobe. John Moran will be fine. He'll be okay. Did you get where I was going with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make sure so so I, I knew whether or not everybody got where I was yeah, going yeah, with for it. Sure. For um, sure. He'll bounce back. Yeah, but I I didn't wanna I didn't wanna hold hold anything else up too long. I didn't have anything else I wanted to talk about. Did you have anything? It. Nah, that was it, man. Episode two twenty, good bounce back from two nineteen. Absolutely, <laughs> we gave these niggas like forty five minutes worth of a pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to bounce back on them with a little a little two hour John. You feel me? All right, but man, let's go ahead and get out of here. It has been episode two hundred and twenty of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's your boy Roderick. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We checking out. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Put the work in the being position. 
I can look in your eyes and see the resentment. See the resentment. I be trying to stay away from these niggas, reason I'm distant. You can win rings with these niggas, they speaking on you like pimps. That's fucked up, homie. But honestly, this shit never offended me. Not at all. Cause I can't let people fuck up my energy. Uh-uh. Conway and skis, can't nobody fuck with the chemistry. What up? This team I build is a dynasty. We on winning streak. Did a show in Amsterdam and the fans was baffled. Woo. Shit was so crazy. London was next, but they banned my travel. Uh, I ain't using my hands. I don't play in the crowd. Uh-uh. I could just get my little man and clap. I'm gangsta till they slam the gavel. Fuck the judge, the DA, and what? Give me that hundred years if you feel you have. I'ma eat that. I'm just as solid as they come. Switches everywhere. My little homies got them on their gun. My saga begun to be the best rapper known in this era. That you aware of. The fact won't get any clearer. 2023 made back black and gold like Camara. In uh, the greatest story that was told, you can I hear it. I ain't scared of no shame. laws. Kept my drive when my homies dozed off. Hard of gold underneath my chrome hearts. Made myself a promise. Got my Like my woman with some ass on her. I get money, mommy, that keep a bag on her. Wanna call up the homies, I gotta brag on her. She don't smoke, but she know to roll up the gas for him. I ain't gotta ask for it, smashing on the 405. Girl, don't ask me where we going, just know we on time. I don't give a fuck who texts you, cause I know it's mine. And I'ma hit it twice, cause I'm a Gemini. You on both sides, tell me how that make you feel. To roll with a nigga, you know, gonna keep it real. Who busy as fuck, but he still make time to chill. Put you in positions like you know I will You already know the deal Hit me and I'm on my way <laughs> Sent you my location, check my ETA I know you had some other shit to do today But let your homegirl know you cool Cause you and me, okay? Okay You ain't okay. gotta ask too many questions We ain't gotta say it Tell by your expression Girl, you know you got a good thing You ain't gotta ask too many questions I like my woman with some attitude Keep her hair and nails done, girl, I ain't mad at you It's a whole lot of shit that we can tap into Like Moscato sangria, pour you a glass or two It's cool I know you like to eat at Ocean Prime And that's more than fine If I step out to take this car, make sure you order mine <laughs> Twin lobster tails with the butter dripping Your skin smooth, damn near looking like I rubbed you with it I know you tired, you been running through my mind So I'ma sit you down and take some pressure off your spine You the type of woman that they look for and don't find But even if they did, it wouldn't matter cause you mine